have like a special kind of creep, like a white knight type of creep as well. And like we're live. Why am I hearing an echo bow with me? There we go. Jesus, I'm trying to put that, I'm trying to tweet out that we're live. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the stream. My name is Brian the Pirate, and I am, of course, jumped by the very panicky. Pulp Fiction, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> the peach that is peachy. Say hello, peachy. Peachy. You, you, okay, you changed it up and I wasn't all ready for that. I know. Revenge, bitch. <laughs> for all those for times. What? Every intro, you're like, quick, let's fuck with Brian. And it's like, no, I will fuck <laughs> with you. It is I who fucks today. <laughs> I feel like that's written into the format. That was probably, fair. I wasn't probably, ready. Probably. <laughs> yes, welcome, okay, everyone. I made a tweet. <laughs> made a tweet. Fantastic. Everyone go retweet Pope's tweet because we forgot to write one and it's yeah, uh, i just said we're live don't yeah, be creepy around the world knows that we don't are live. Be don't be creepy no. max be extra creepy just for peachy just be creepy towards him though yes specifically towards peachy monkey mm -hmm. um i don't know if i'm down with this <laughs> yes welcome everyone when people are creepy on purpose that's amusing but when people are trying to be very uncreepy and end up going like all the way round into creepy again that's the hi. worst that's like serial killer shit yeah when they're like oh hi hi how are you doing oh yeah i'm great cool cool and you have a perfectly ordinary conversation go... and then they're like so can i have some feet pics <laughs> you're like what where did that come I had, from uh, i think one of my favorites was somebody who answered himself <laughs> like he, he reached out to me i didn't answer because i have to like i could screen all my i my ig dms yeah this was a long time ago by the way and i saw this guy like responded again he was like hey how are you and then just follows up like maybe a day or two later i'm good it's like no, that was not me who said that it's too. Like so I was like, to you to yeah. yeah i was hoping he would keep going that would have been nice that would have been just have a really conversation easy. with himself. You don't even need to be there. Just don't forget to subscribe. Like, <laughs> you I, carry I, on with yourself. I purposely yeah, do not just... check my requested messages, both on Twitter and Instagram, because it is full of weirdos. Like I had one on Discord. Um, it was a while back I now. But my like... Twitter is set to I have to follow you back, so you can't even send requests. And then, uh, yeah, that's not gonna I... last long though, is it? They pro probably not. I yeah, don't know. Probably not. Along with the uh, the blocking thing. But yeah, I think the weirdest one I've ever had was on uh, on Discord, where someone was like, "British, hot. Oh, how can I not have a wank?" And I'm like, "That's a interesting opening message." Okay, <laughs> but maybe do it to yourself. I was yeah, literally yeah. just having a conversation with my fiance earlier about like that whole where like anybody like no one ever wants to hear that no, not a single soul wants to hear that phrase like that they keep it to off. yourself you like, crack on it, no yeah. it's not a compliment it is always creepy yeah you crack on i don't need to know that yeah hit that well, subscribe you know, button though like, come on <laughs> yeah, bro like, your extracurricular <laughs> activities are are none of my, they're not my business to be fair <laughs> and i've joked about this on stream before because i was talking to a friend about it because uh she had like her knees in the shot and i was like you know it starts with your knees but then people are gonna be like your knees are connected to a shin which is connected to a foot and then the, that's when the feet pick messages come through and then i was like you know what if a dude came up to me and was like brian can I have a picture of your feet i'd be like yeah 500 dollars. here you go thanks i'm gonna buy a playstation 5 kind of thing like i would be super stoked with it and just go with it like i would totally yeah, because be down. that would never happen yeah but if it did <laughs> it's I would a be very down. small avenue of i want pete 
feet publicly asking for feet pics. There is a very small, just there's a line of. of I just wonder what they what they single file. Because uh, feet don't do anything for me. I worked in shoes for like I had worked in two different shoe stores. I like shoes, like sexy I like shoes. shoes. Boom. I I just don't really, but I don't like feet, so I never really understood the appeal personally. Yeah, I, I mean, no hate. Like if you if you've got ugly feet, I'll be like, oh, that's a turn off. But if you've got, dude, my brother had some nice nastiest feet, feet when I he say. was a kid. I say in I think comments. that's where my I think that's where my mental association of like hating feet was. My brother had really nasty feet growing up. Yeah. Like he always wore the same pair of boots constantly, and his feet were like callous to shit. And it's like oh, nasty foot. Yeah, na he nasty foot. No big foot. Nasty foot. <laughs> yeah, like if you've got. Like inverted commas, nice feet. I'm like, cool. Your feet aren't repulsive. Kind of thing. That that's yeah. as far as it goes to me. You either well it's either a turn off or you don't turn me off. Kind of thing. So yeah. Just had a nice pedicure. You had your calluses scraped off. What if the rest Straighter. of it was a ten, but the feet were a two? It would still distract me. I'd be like, Jesus uh, Christ, what's wrong with your feet? Kind of thing. I mean, I'm, I think I'm it's not like, that bothered. If the rest of it is a ten, if the rest of it, God, the it's, rest is it's fine. Just keep Get the socks on. It's a person that doesn't exist. The rest is a ten, and the feet are like what a two. I'd have an issue because that shows personal hygiene. True. That's True. A hygiene. No, they haven't got dirty feet. They just got ugly feet. Uh, well, what constitutes as ugly feet? Keep, keep your socks on. That, that solves it. Just, just double bag them. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what constitutes. I don't, know what's, I don't know what's a good foot or a bad foot. I'm out of my depth here. <laughs> bunions. If they're covered in bunions, there you go. It's just, it just looks like a cabbage instead of a foot. But, <laughs> I've had my but maybe they work on their feet man. a lot. Maybe they're like uh, an athlete. The rest of them well, athlete is maybe, like a fucking maybe, pen. They're fucking... Maybe you know? I'll just find another athlete who doesn't have ugly feet. Well, good luck, because I checked them all. <laughs> <laughs> now, welcome to the gaming and nerd show, nerd show talk thing that we the do. Footcast. The podcast. The um, podcast. So, a lot has happened since uh, we last uh, aired. So, we're going to go back a little this bit in time. This time was my fault, guys. Oh, it, it happens, it happens. But yes, we're going to go a little bit back in time to Gamescom. Uh, we'll probably go through it relatively quickly. There was a lot of things that were covered. Um, did you guys watch it, by the way, Gamescom? Uh, no, uh, yes. Cool. I'm what looking did you at think of it as a whole? As a whole? I mean, yeah, it was like kind as of a show. Yeah, it was kind of mad. Do you not think Jeff managed expectations quite well at the beginning? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but that's why I, it was like meh, but I wasn't expecting it to be. Maybe that's because of that. That's fair. So for those who don't know, um, immediately Jeff Keeley, Papa Jeff, when uh, the show opened, he was like, we've got lots of updates on games. Don't expect a lot of like world premieres or anything like that um, right off the bat. And then some clown ended up rushing the stage and trying to talk about Bill Clinton into the mic again. Um they was it the same dude as Elders? As, um, no, no, it was a different guy, but he tried Elden. saying some of the same things, and it was just like, you're not even being an original, like, prankster in this instance, and he was escorted relatively quickly. It did take a while for the, the eight burly men to get on the stage, and Jeff himself handled it pretty well. He just kept walking away from the guy, like, yeah, fuck off, <laughs> kind of thing, and, and then just gave yeah, him no a little Yeah, no one's really original, are they? Was yeah. it the same kid? No, no, it was a different. You know, game. nobody's really game. original, are they? No, uh, no one's really original. <laughs> that was a very funny joke. Bill okay. Clinton, get something new. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they did cover a lot of 
things that uh, caught my eye, I suppose. Uh, I was particularly interested in the Crimson Desert footage, especially as it's been very silent for about a year or so. And then prior to that, they were like, it's going to be an MMO. And then they let out little trickles of information in tweets and whatnot. And they're like, oh, no, it's, it's actually just going to be a single player, but with co-op. So... But the, the game itself looked pretty crazy. Were there any particular announcements that you guys have heard of, either from Gamescom or while you're watching it? Only one, really. Um, the new Mudrunners game. It's uh, a oh, right, yeah, spin-off, yeah. which I think is probably where they're going to take the series. Uh, Expeditions? Yep. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at it. And as long yeah, as, but... like, the last one um, was, uh, hopefully it's not an Epic exclusive. Where? I own it on Epic because that's where it was and I really wanted to play it, but I've never played it since because it's on fucking Epic. It's what? not even up to date on my PC and it hasn't been for years. Was SnowRunner an Epic exclusive? Yes. It was? Well, oh, okay. for the first year or whatever. Right, it's on okay. Steam now. That's fair. And they'll probably do something similar than I imagine. Or if they, I show, if they saw that it didn't have any benefit potentially, they may just go straight to a multi-platform. Hopefully so. Fingers mm. crossed. Exclusives suck at the end of the day. Uh, for that reason on pc they do very much so very much on a pc um right let's have again is that some of the stuff that came up let's bring up the showcase screen so there was uh black wukong is another one that i've been keeping an eye oh, on yeah. for quite some time and it looks beautiful it's a game being made by a chinese uh studio black myth wukong and it's uh, kind of like a souls like ish um if anything it's probably closer to maybe like a god of war style game it's over the shoulder third action third person action combat and it's a very third action third action yeah it's a very 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 pretty game um the details like footprints in the snow and how the snow reacts to attacks and stuff and it will pile up and it doesn't like fade out like in a lot of other games like you leave a track but it eventually just disappear and you keep making new ones like what you do in the environment sticks in the environment um, so that's one that I'm very much looking forward to. But at the same time, we've seen so much about it over the last, what, two, three years. It's like, is this ever coming out at the same time, if you know what I mean? It's almost mm -hmm. uh, skull and bonesing it in some ways. But uh, hopefully, when it does come out, it will do really well, which uh, I hope it does. It did look cool. Um, I like the... Well, it's a spin on your classic souls, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Plus... Like, the, the character is very much based on Sun Wukong, so he's got, like, multiple transformations as well as attacks and stuff like that, so he can shapeshift and stuff. So there's a lot of stuff to do mechanically within the game and with, like, your potential builds and whatnot. Um, another right. announcement that was quite big for those who are into the game, uh, Little Nightmares 3. Little Nightmares 3, 3 one? Yeah. My girlfriend is so hyped for this. Yeah, it, it, it's got a it big really following. Good. Yeah, I, I've... I'm not a horror game player, but I have watched people play Little Nightmares, and it is one that I particularly enjoy watching. So it's probably something where I'm like, ooh, it's out. Who's playing it? Quick and look, and then just like, yeah. no this life that stream. Right? Yeah, it's co-op. Yes. That's what I was kind of stoked on. I I, I have the first two. Um, I have yet to play. I'm actually saving them for Halloween. Uh, and I was actually, I, that's what actually interested me the most was the co-op, because they, in the second one, to my understanding, is there's two protagonists and or the they follow each other yeah so it makes sense to to introduce co-op but naturally next step yeah so this one's gonna be very similar you can still play it solo if you want and you just have like this ai companion uh, but otherwise it, someone can just drop in and act, uh, play as the the second uh model the second oh, character which probably is pretty cool. into a co-op stream of that 
Because I know fun. she loves it, and I, I like I like the vibe of it. It's not really my game, but I, I do like. It's quite dark. Yeah, uh, uh, just yeah, I like that kind of shit. I think it's a very visually interesting uh, horror game. Yeah, I love how like all the adults look so melted and gross. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you're a big giant baby, or your face is all fucked up in this weird like Picasso way kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I love it. It looks good. I'm, I'm looking forward to trying the first two. So when, what was the release date for the third one announced or not? It was just a trailer release. I believe it was just a teaser announcement. So no got date. it. Okay. Did you think of anything of Crimson Desert, Peachy, from what you saw? Uh, isn't it the next Black Desert? No. So that's the thing. It's made by the folks who make Black Desert Online. Oh, okay. And when they announced this, they did announce it as an MMO. So people were thinking, oh, it's Black Desert, but with like an Eastern mm. European vibe. Um, in earlier trailers, they showed you like riding and mounting dragons and stuff like that, as well as fighting them. Um, the combat... But you told me it isn't an MMO because I immediately dismissed it. Yeah, it's not an MMO. It's, it was going to be an MMO when they announced it years ago. But since then, it's now just a single player with co-op. And uh, it's got a lot of, like, Zelda vibes, if anything, like the newer Zeldas, Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom. Not so much with, like, nice. constructing stuff, but that kind of, like, open world. You can fall from the sky and there's islands in the sky as well. I don't think they took that from Zelda before anyone jumps in, because um, they've been, to, like, working on this for years, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm it's, interested again, then. It's single got player? A, my, my ears are like, oh, hello? Yeah, like, it's got a... I think in some ways because it started off as an mmo that might actually benefit it because obviously you've got this open world but this, the open world is going to be filled with stuff there's so many different mechanics there's the fighting and stuff like that i think there's housing and stuff as well like it's going to be a big rpg for sure but uh, yeah single player mmo with co-op if you so wish i think the end game stuff they do probably focus a little bit more on the co-op because obviously that's going to add to the longevity of the game multiplayer tends to do you know better than single player for longevity but yes it's one that looks really good if you like the art style in black desert and even the combat it's quite actiony combat so it's, it's almost like a fighting game in black desert um, but you want it a bit more right. slowed down and a bit more medieval then crimson desert is going to be the game for you moving on nice. there was killing floor three that was a surprise announcement i've never that looked cool it's like super Begin. futuristic yeah, so I've never played the Kingdom of Four games myself, um, but I know people who have, and they're they're very much fans of it. I don't think I know anyone who doesn't like Killing Floor. Um, everyone who's like, yeah, it's more Killing Floor. This is what we want. Just more of this. So if, if that is more of what you want, it, you you know, it's something to look forward to. Uh, are you a Killing Floor fan, uh, Paul? I know, I know of it. I never played them. That's I played the first one and kind of shit. I played. I think they had. They must have had a beta or an open weekend or something. And yeah, it was. It, it existed and it wasn't a bad game. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't for me. You know no, what that's I mean? fair. Yeah, the people that I know that like it, it's they're into that type of game specifically. Yeah. where it's just yeah, like it's, minus it's kill a all the things. It's a kind of game that didn't really appeal to me. So I that I know of it. So great. That's great for everyone who is a fan of it. Rebel Moon was announced. Um, I was kind of interested in this. So Rebel Moon uh, pulp is Zack Snyder's <laughs> new uh, IP, where he's going to do two movies next year. Oh, Zack Snyder, really? Yeah, yeah. So Zack Snyder's doing two movies uh, for this new IP, and then there's going to be like a big follow-up game. Now, the movie mm -hmm. industry has done similar things, or, or rather like the, the TV industry, for lack of a better phrase. They did it with another game where they did like an MMO 
that came out after a television series. I can't remember the, the name of it, but it was a sci-fi thing. The game didn't really do that great, to be fair. Um, you tell me there's a movie game that didn't do very well? Yeah, who knew? But Whoa. like, it, it directly correlated <laughs> to like this this television series. I, if maybe someone in the chat will remember what it's called, but yeah, it had a name. Then they they rebooted the game with a slightly different name, and it yeah, it just didn't well, do very well. Everyone knows that movie video games are top tier. They yes. always are. Always Super Mario there's, Bros. There's, there's like a handful. There's a handful of, of those crossovers that are like like uh, Butcher Bay is fucking phenomenal, but it wasn't written as oh we're gonna make the game of the movie. They were like we're gonna make a game. Oh, we got this license. The only one that, that I can hear, all right, that I, that comes to mind that did better than the movie was Chronicles of Riddick back in the day. Sure, I mean I didn't I didn't play it. I did enjoy the, the I movie. Didn't play it. I do I, wish that's, there was that's just one of those like it was an like it was a story that I remember hearing about. A lot of do you mean the Butcher Bay one? Because I, I didn't know there was another game. That's the name of the game. I do think there is two. Um, oh, okay. Games. Well, Butcher, Butcher Bay is fucking phenomenal, and yeah. it's worth playing by itself. Hopefully, they do another Run of Course Critic movie. I know what's his name. Family guy has been like. Yeah, I really want to do it. I forgot his name, Vin Diesel. But he's been reduced to now. My, I'm losing my voice. You just me. sounded pain, in pain when you said family guy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my voice, that's why. But I yeah. got this, Brian. It's exactly how he says it. What? Uh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, Vin, Vin Diesel has said that he wants to do another Riddick game. I think he wants to do more Riddick movies, but just no one wants to pay him to do it. So yeah, well they did. Yeah. They they went yeah. yeah well, I mean, the first one did so well. Yeah. <laughs> the first one came out of nowhere. It was a nothing, and it just became this cult classic that like, everyone has seen. Have you seen? Oh it? yeah, and then they went, oh we're gonna yeah sure that character we're making this though, and so everyone's like, no yeah. remember the first one we liked that. Yeah yeah. They're okay. It's it kind of dumb weird. Movies. Yeah, Pitch Black. I enjoyed Pitch Black very much back in the Pitch day. Black is very good. Rebel it's, Moon. It's super budget, so it's actually got this sort of so Rebel vibe Moon. about it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Sorry. true. Sorry, say again, Paul. No, so Rebel Moon, go on. Rebel Moon, yeah. So Rebel Moon, from what I saw of the trailer, <laughs> actually looks like it could be a really interesting world. I feel okay. like you would probably want it to be a series rather than two movies, though, just to really tell a story, because there's a lot of characters in it from what we saw. Like, it's kind of like in Dune, where it's like, here's an important character, here's an important character, here's... Twenty other important characters. Yeah, but Dune is three yeah, hours it's long. It can incorporate it's also that. Yeah, yeah. So. But are we going to be looking at three-hour movies for the Rebel Moon movies? Who knows? Probably. It's, it's his movie, right? He's yeah. probably written it. He's directing it. He's like, it's his child. It's it's going to be seventy-five hours long. Hopefully so. <laughs> it looks interesting either way. I thought it did. Did you, you know how hard it is me to sit down in a movie and press play, and then I see the runtime is like two and a half hours, and I'm like, fuck off. Really? I'm never that bothered by movie length. Like, uh, If you can't tell me your story, uh, I do really like doing I like a lot of long movies, but if you can't tell me your shitty little story, because they're usually shitty little stories, in an hour and a half, I I just I have no faith. I'll, I'll, I'm okay with two hours, but what was it? The the Justice League movie I had to sit through. The Zack Snyder cut. He's, he's nodding because he loved it, but I was oh, just like, oh my God. The Zack Snyder cut. Yes, yeah. the Zack Snyder cut. Movie, I mean... I also am not a big superhero Defiance movie was pop. the name of the show slash game. I'm yes, told. Mm. it was. Defiance. Thank you, uh, Seraphit. The movie was good, but very long. <laughs> very long and drawn out. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> they, Same um, with the Lord of the Rings. 
they also did an announcement for Tekken. I believe they just showed a whole lot of gameplay and oh, announced yeah. a couple of extra characters. Um, fighting really games. Hope a lot of, uh, is it just me? There are a lot of uh, fighting games coming out recently. Oh, yeah. Fighting gamers are eating good. They've got like some really yeah. big, huge announcements coming out. They all I look really like good as well in the games. Yeah, no, it does. Like I, shoot, I think I, the last Tekken I played was Tekken Two back in the day. Yeah, so, Tekken Three for me. I used to play on PlayStation yeah. all the time. Yeah, PlayStation. Tekken like, was that the one with the? Uh, that was the one with King, right? With the with the cheetah. King's the in a bunch head. of them. Yeah, so oh, I think it was when they first introduced um, Angel and Demon potentially. That two. That must have been two. Do they have uh, Ogre in there as well? Oh, I think, yeah. It, Ogre was in one of them, either two or three or both. Um, but yeah, Ogre. I, 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 sorry, I've played most Tekkens. I actually really enjoy Tekken's combat, the left and right. I, I think it's really cool. Well, but but yeah. Tekken 7 did not hit very hard. Like, it was good. I enjoyed my time with it, and people enjoyed it, but it did, like, Street Fighter fucking comes out swinging. Yeah. Pun yeah. not intended. But Tekken 7 was like, Hey, it's a good More game, Tekken. but it, it yeah, yeah, it didn't, it did, it was overshadowed. Eight can. Yeah, well, but with all the fighting games we got coming out, it feels like all the big ones are come like there's the big like franchises are co coming out with new games and they all look great. What's next? Soul Calibur? Riot's making one, aren't they? A fighting game, yes, they are. Who is Riot? Riot, Legend really? And yeah. Malloran goes. Project Ooh. L, I believe it's... There's a lot of characters in that, so I can imagine that. Let's like hope they don't fucking take an L. Uh, from what we've seen... Devil the... was two, Ogre was three, thank you. There you go, yeah. Um, so, from what we've seen of Tekken, the... Because there was, like, a closed beta or something on PlayStation, that was really well received. People are enjoying the combat. Um, in terms of <laughs> fighting games altogether, you've got to bear in mind the... Because the fighting game market is quite small, technically, the fact that they're getting all of these games, they've all kind of in some ways been a long time coming. So yeah. there are a lot of games coming that. out, which is a lot for them to play, but that will probably last them for quite some time as well, especially as they're all right. kind of adopting the, live service fighting, models. Fighting game fans, they do tend to stick with the game for a long time. I mean, th that's why they're so good. No, 100%. 100%. Also, <laughs> like you got to think, because the, the market is so small for like ardent like 1v1 fighting game Right. Um, people, it, it's like the what's the layman gonna go for? Street Fighter. Yeah, and and That's Mortal Kombat. Go Street Fighter. Yeah, Mortal Kombat because there's a bit more gamifiedness with all the fucking ridiculous stuff that goes yeah. on there. And I'm, I'm not sure how Mortal Kombat is like keeps up with the the combat um, for like Evo and stuff like that. Um, well, for eight, they've introduced like a tag team thing, so you can. You select your you main fighter one? and then someone who hides oh, off screen. Oh, one, one, yeah. yeah. Incorporate them. Yeah. The... I've, honest to God, I've been having a really hard time keeping up with how many Mortal Kombat games there are. Many. <laughs> I think like, they are too. That's where we're like, start again, Mortal Kombat one. But I would have yeah, played that. No. Nope. There was like, I think they, I think they even confused themselves because it was like there was not. Was it nine? I, there was X and then XL. My like, pardon. <laughs> right yeah with the dlc and, and then stuff. they went back to once like no please don't do that i thought the marketing I'll never was really know cool because when they did like for one they uh yeah so they did like a counter and it was a clock and it was pointing mm -hmm. like at 11 and it looks like it's about to go to midnight but it goes straight past it to one and that was like the teaser announcement so people were like oh is it a reboot or it's all based it around time as well yeah so yeah i thought it was really cool marketing 
that uh, is pretty cool marketing i like it i dig it yeah i mean they've been slamming it with the, the marketing as well they're like here's another character and you watch it and you're like fuck that's a good video kind of thing even if it's just about this one character is, you don't know that well. one out yet i no. i don't keep up with fighting it. oh that's what i thought okay because I've, I've been seeing the announcements and every once in a while i think was the last one i saw was the, the homelander and the you know the lot and my when i saw when i i because i oddly get emails about it of all things yeah, no, been, <laughs> and i was like oh is this dlc for the boys <laughs> yeah they've been uh, announcing uh, like individual characters all and... stupid. <laughs> no 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 not all i mean they have been just throwing videos out there but each one's been doing just, so well looked, so i don't blame i them. took it my takeaway was it was dlc and i'm like oh it's out am i unless i'm missing something and clearly i was missing something <laughs> yeah it's, it's just because they were just announcing the characters as uh, the build-up to the release which i believe is yeah. october I want to say that's i feel that's appropriate for mortal kombat to come out in october mm. yeah it fits it fits um it really does age of empires 4 i used to play it back in yeah! the day i love age of empires 2 when i was a kid i was that was my shit coming out on xbox that's cool yeah and it'll be uh, available on game pass so if you're a game pass enjoyer oh, excellent yep it's out there for you um, i didn't play three but i'm I'm kind of stoked to play it, play it again. Yeah, it'll be one of those fun things. You'd be like, oh, nostalgia. And yeah. You'd probably like, yeah. play it for a Just week like and then you play it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> uh, they yeah, showed off it. some <laughs> Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, yeah, mm. pretty much. Like, I wasn't bothered, <laughs> but I'm glad that people who are OG Assassin's Creed fans are getting something that's a bit more appealing to them. Um, yeah, it didn't, it, it, I'm it happy for like them. The next one, I'm going to be honest, it didn't look like they changed and went back. It just looked like the next one. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I mean, I'm. It seems like that's what the, what that's what the fans have wanted is to go back to its roots. So I'm actually very happy for them. Yeah, the, but if you me. look at that um that trailer, it it looks like a modern one. Not it doesn't look like the old school. It depends, kind of, I suppose, oh. what you mean by looks like. Like mechanically, a lot of the mechanics. You're a murder god that can kill everyone that gets near you. Yeah, but I'm, I think because the general reception that i've been reading from like the fan community has been oh cool we can like sit on uh, benches and actually be stealthy and stuff properly now and like mm -hmm. stab people with our wrist shooty thing whereas obviously in the current games it's i'm a viking who just wails on everything kind of thing like it's, yeah, it's bringing I, back and going was, back to the stealth stuff which is what people have been missing i don't keep up with with assassin's creed personally it's just not i think i got like origins for free one time and i just never played it because i just frankly i wasn't interested yeah. and every with every new release that's been coming up up until now it's like oh, are you still an assassin yeah. it's that they had that overarching story and because i only played uh, up to brotherhood personally um i think i have uh i think i was given black flag but i never played it um is i have a thing odyssey, about naval battles don't like them i think it was but, odyssey i played and it's like a an rpg light and it was kind of fun but it didn't okay. feel anything like an assassin it just, it, it, yeah it, so. they, every new entry didn't feel like an assassin like you were an assassin anymore that's that's what i was trying to get at yeah it's I, like I, oh you're a pirate oh that's not an assassin there's no pet were there assassin pirates it was, it was odyssey <laughs> where it went into the like newer format where it became open world i believe that was when it was in egypt and it became more yeah, action. I game. They, Ubisoft yeah. really loves their open world games. My God. Yeah. So like with <laughs> Mirage, they're going a lot more stealth rather than like the action combat. And I believe they're making the world smaller and denser as opposed to here's That's, a billion filler I'm quests. I'm very pleased to hear that. Yeah. So it's, it's been, been received well. I don't like this artwork. Well, for Nightingale. 
Yeah, no, uh, for Assassin's Creed, Creed Mirage. Assassin's Creed. I can't even say it. I can't even say it. I said Assassin's Creed. He looks so clean and perfect. I mean, they, there's they something do. wrong about it. He is clean and perfect. Maybe he just had He's a an assassin! He is an assassin. He's he clean and perfect. He owns soap. What's your issue? <laughs> like, Does he own soap? He owns soap. Is he a soap, soap maker? Does I, he I, don't, like, I like the background. The background is nice, but whoever this dude is... Brown background. He's very white as well with that background. That's a bit white to have that background behind him, it's isn't Jake it? It's Maybe, maybe. He's a Jake or a Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> he, lo he looks like a, a Greg. He could Greg. be a Greg. He could it's be a Greg. Greg Kinnear. He, um, <laughs> another thing they gave us I would play on. that Assassin's Creed if it was Greg Kinnear. <laughs> that would be the best. That would be the best. <laughs> Brian's desperately trying to get onto Nightingale. Let's go. Come on. Well, I'm not, I'm know, not I'm desperate. But, um, I'm ruining everything. This is a game I have mentioned before, though. This is the like survival builder where I was trying to remember what like they describe it as, and I think I said lamp mm -hmm. pump, and you both started laughing at me. But this, oh, yeah. is, this is the actual game. So um, you you go through portals to different like sandboxed worlds. Is that uh, Lucy Liu? Uh, I don't believe it is now. I think it's just a, a stylizing of the, uh, the <laughs> it's character. It's not her anymore. It's not anymore. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's got... Lucy Liu does not own her face anymore. She does not. <laughs> it, it has been sold to AI. But, uh, yes. but yeah, so you've got like a, a whimsical, mythical element. There's like weird, funky monsters. You go to different dimensions, of course. And it has like this not quite steampunk, like there's electricity and stuff like that in the world, hence lamp punk like theme to it. Looks like it could be Is really, really cool. Is there another trailer for it? Uh, potentially. Because uh, like the original one, it looked very generic. Uh -huh. The gameplay looked why generic. This gentleman this, this is, cool. is carrying around a battle axe. That's a, I have questions about that. That's the questions. um the smoking axe. <laughs> mm. We got some gameplay. So like this is some of the world design. Let's say if you're uh, watching live. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a builder. So, like you, you actually build these like towns, villages. You you would probably play a co-op. You can have like cyclopses coming in trying to destroy your shit. You can befriend some of the monsters and get them on your side and stuff like that. So it's if you're into like your arc or your uh, the island things like that, then this is probably going to be uh, the game oh, for you. Oh wait, I think us. I remember this. Now. This looks games. a lot less early access survival crafting than the original thing I saw does. Yeah, yeah they oh, did. That's progressing. They, they did announce it, it a few few years ago, so it it it's one I'm interested in. There's like a card mechanic in it, so I'm like, oh, not another card mechanic, but apparently it's all right. <laughs> so we'll have to see on that front. I never get into card games. And sometimes it, it's cool, and then other times I'm like, meh, kind of thing. Like if it's a just thrown on onto another genre, it kind of. It's like it, the it has early, to be done the really well. Days of the car battle systems, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, say Inscription, for example, it's done really well in like... that game, but that's predominantly like a card fighting game with other aspects to it. But when it's like, yeah, here's a, your main part of the game. Oh, here's a bit of like here's a card mechanic. Like this is how you get yeah, perks. I hate when they do or it like with perks. Or side games, it's it's fine. It's when it's like a main feature in the game, I kind of start losing a little interest in it. Yeah, that's fair. Do any of us care about cards? I actually prefer it if it's a card mechanic up front, mm -hmm. because some of the games, not all, not all, but some of the games I played that have it in, it's kind of like, oh, it's kind of tacked on a bit, and it's like, yeah. oh, this is just here for the sake of it. Yeah, yeah, and it, it just seems like a cheap way of doing like perk systems and things like that, because it's like, oh, it's it's right. RNG, and it's just like. 
you're only doing oh, rng because you can't be bothered to balance <laughs> like kind of thing it's kind of weird do we uh care about cod wait there's a new cod coming out yeah. why new? wasn't i told modern warfare 3 uh i do have something uh to say about modern warfare 3 mm -hmm. no i don't care fuck bobby kotek agreed. <laughs> that's the next game agreed uh three. <laughs> Uh, I'm such an asshole. <laughs> no, agreed, agreed. Are you really an asshole or are you just speaking the truth? Mm, he is a truth sayer. Yeah. Day 3, do we care? What, yes, um, but I'm not excited. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, not excited. It's nice that it's going to be there for people, I guess. Yeah, I, I know. I know people really like it. I think it was like I was at the store the other day, and these two like kids were, were talking about payday. When did payday? So stoked for the new payday, bro. <laughs> uh, people it's like it though, don't they? It's it's like a pseudo no, GTA. Type people of game. love it. Yeah. Well, I, they're I updating it, it to a I, new I engine, right? I didn't realize right? how much people loved it. I believe so. so yeah. Hopefully, they can do more stuff instead of working in their limitations, which they mm -hmm. seem to have done a lot with with Payday Two. I think they. Well, it's been a long time since the new one, right? Because I feel like Payday Two. Like twelve years old. When did Payday yeah. Two come out? That's Sometime. what I'm asking. Like, I feel like they they've had enough time to like introduce a lot more mechanics now, unless they bring out 2013. Jesus, ten years literally ago. ten years ago. Wow. I have no idea what the first descendant is. If I saw the trailer for it, I do not remember it. Do you remember it, Peachy? Uh, no, I remember that thing. And I was like, is this a new payday? But it was some fucking new retro wave shooter that I've not heard anything of since that had absolutely no impact on me whatsoever. That's mm -hmm. fair. That's fair. I mean, it looks like a payday game and it's a new engine, so maybe they can do new cool stuff. And when oh. they do the free weekend, as they usually do, I'll have a go and then... And then apologies. I I'm on about the first descendant that is uh, on the screen at the moment. Oh, what I, are we on? I do not remember seeing a trailer for the first descendant. I skipped the anime game, so <laughs> scroll down to it. The first descendant, if you got the article open. In case you missed out on the previous betas for the first descendant, there's good news for you uh, as Nexon. Oh, that's why. Oh, I heard Nexon. the word. I heard the word Nexon, and I went, oh, "Okay, I don't care because of all the shit that's going on with Dark and Dark and all that." Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> yeah. So um, there's a Nexon game coming out, everyone. Uh, Sonic Frontiers. Yes. Yeah, so I'm happy for Sonic fans because it looks like more like classic Sonic, but there's co-op and stuff, so that seems cool. Like, yeah. I like the classic stuff. The the open world is just stupid. Is it open world? It's like a Sonic game, bro. Because my, you know the well, the the frontiers is you're in that um that stock asset epic um Unreal Engine sandy oh, land, right, right? And then inside that, you go into different worlds, which that that is cool. I guess they want the juxtaposition, but do people really want that? Just can you not? It was I don't know. I don't know what Sonic fans want. It did really <laughs> sure. well, to be Good fair, form. for what it was. Like, yeah. Sonic Frontiers, yeah. I think, was like one of well, it, Yeah, but it's not going to be because of this stock-bought asset fucking Unreal Engine island they put you on to begin with, right? That's not what people like. Uh, they, they just they like, like the game. The, the, you know? the mini levels in between that do all these different cool visual elements. I think they just like the game in general, it, from what I've heard. And the music's apparently it, really good. From what I've heard as well. Quite a few people are really I the music. I don't actually know this, never but I crazy about think... Sonic growing up. The open world thing is like a hub to pick your level. Yeah, essentially, like you can like go to like through gates and stuff from what I've seen that take you to like other biomes and whatnot. Um, what else? Is there? Oh, sorry, it was superstars that I was thinking of where uh, it's more Sonic. Everything oh yeah, super, superstars. It's oh, okay, two point five D, right? 
Yes. Um, you can have co-op in it, so you can have like four people rather than just like you and Tails, for example. You can have Knuckles and I believe we spoke about it the other, oh. other episode, like a chinchilla is in there or something, like a pink chick. How'd you go fast? Is it chinchilla? Four people. Since when? I don't know. I don't play Sonic games anymore, to be honest. <laughs> I don't play Sonic. But yes, more, more Sonic for Sonic fans. Uh, Honkai Star Rail, I don't care about honest. Knuckles was an echidna. And then I had to look up what an echidna was. Yeah, I think I was saying when it, it was when I was quite young, but I was like, what's an echidna? Because we don't get them here in the UK. We obviously get hedgehogs, but I was like, I, what the fuck's an echidna? <laughs> well, I didn't know what he was for the longest time. I was like, oh, he's just got some interesting hair for a hedgehog. Yeah, it's like, the I, only I, reason I, you know Sonic is a hedgehog is because his name is the hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, but, no, but what I'm saying know. is I know what a hedgehog like is. A whereas <laughs> yeah. Knuckles the echidna, I have no idea what an echidna, or had no idea what an echidna <laughs> was. I just remember being very baffled by his hands when I was a kid. And then yeah. I looked it up later, found out he was a echidna. And I was like, what the hell is an echidna? Yeah, I just thought he was a hedgehog with a slick back. That's all I thought it was. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. What I, thought. I was like, oh, he's the cool one. <laughs> uh, we got some... No, that's Shadow, apparently. That's yes, the Edgelord. That, yeah, there's that one as well. E Emo Sonic. Um, we, yeah. We had some... Who has a gun? <laughs> Which is so weird, but it is what it is. Um, we also Beautiful. got... Updates on Stormgate, which is a game that I'm yeah. very excited for. It's uh, be... ex-Starcraft devs who were like, we want to continue making RTS and not be blizzarded. So they made their own um, studio called Frost Giant Studios. And it's basically like demons are one faction, which I think is sick. Um, probably throwing back a little bit to the Diablo franchise there. And then you've got like a human uh, sci-fi Terran-like um faction as well I, th I think there's a third one i can't remember what the third one's supposed to be though but uh mm -hmm. it's an rts that i'm very much looking forward to uh nice. grand blue fantasy do we care is that that's, that's you too. anime that's fighting me. game right uh, i think that's it's you too i think it's an rpg i, no, I never played bram grand blue there's a oh i'm thinking blaze blue there's that's the fighting game i don't know no i'm yeah, not interested. i think grand blue is <laughs> kind of like uh in a similar vein to like tales of blah uh, franchise. There was a bla there was one Blaze Blue that I was thinking of or something like that, and that's yeah. where I got confused. They're 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 cousins. Uh, PG, oh, Bantam do... Games. Okay, mm -hmm. they make Grand Blue is also a fighting game. Never mind, it's a fighting game. It shows what I know. <laughs> oh look, Peachy. Oh, by is... the way, oh. since uh, Cyberpunk is next. Uh, yeah, PG, I didn't yeah. watch anything about it. So if you guys want uh, to talk about it. No, I was just gonna say I prepare. I was pre so prepared for this. No, 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 no. There's no spoilers. Yeah. I've already, I've already bought it. I managed say, to know about the free myself stuff? platinum the whole game in anticipation for Phantom Liberty. I'm so stoked. Do you want to no, know? No, because fans of Cyberpunk ruined Cyberpunk by getting too hyped. What did they think this game was gonna be? Just give them an orgasm the second they put it into their console. I did. Do you want to know about the? Changes that they're making that don't come with the expansion; they just come with the update. And it's oh, not, I did, not... I did read about those. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so car like... combat. So that means they're updating the cops finally, yeah. and everyone gets that, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Finally, so, it's no longer so, just story related. The free stuff is there's car combat, so cars can be shooty gun, Carmageddon slash twisted metal. So terrible driving kind of stuff. So i can't wait the police ai it, it won't be that much <laughs> yeah the the police ai has been updated i'm not going to say fixed but it's supposed to be a lot better and a lot more dynamic they'll probably be chasing you in cars now yeah oh probably. Uh, they've redone the perk system completely because apparently oh God, everyone so now hated we have to reallocate our perks yeah 
Um, and they've I added multiple times to play playthrough to get to a certain point and then respend more points. I don't know. I've re I had characters I had like uh, set them up where I liked it, and then when they made me redo, I was like, I don't know what I did. Oh shit! So, I need to uninstall my mods before I play it because it'll I fuck did. up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And when I went back to play it, I had like three achievements left I wanted to go get, and I got all of them like in one night. And I, <laughs> I was trying to do the devil achievement which is where you save takabura and i walked in and i was like why am i getting one shot because i didn't allocate my points right right <laughs> oh <laughs> constantly i was like i knew i played very hard but i didn't think the game was this hard yeah they're also adding a relic system which looks like just a steroids perk system like that some uh, i thought they were gonna I'm, do that because I'm, they were going to do that yeah because there's yeah. a point there's a slot for it yeah so yeah. I'm and it was sure. just blank and i'm like oh, okay they that's for it i was like oh that's probably for an expansion and then all the yeah. shit kicked off and they were like well we're fixing it and I'm like okay maybe yeah. that's not happening anymore yeah, and then they just they kind of farted yeah. it into the menu for a bit now it's back yeah. it, it still makes sense in a law sense because no, that's your brain sense, and your updates I, and you I can't access god it. thought that it was going to show up later like to, probably towards the end like you know yeah maybe you get to a certain point with the relic and it was going to unlock like new perks and things and i was like nope what this is just farted on my on my screen thank you yeah. <laughs> I think there was a couple of other things, but they were some of the main stuff. And then, of course, you'll get the story with uh, the new DLC. Uh, next, uh, we've already talked about Mortal Kombat 1, uh, Expedition, or Expeditions, rather, a Mudrunner game, as Peachy mm. was talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, SnowRunner wasn't a disappointment, but it was very... They, they stripped some things out so they can give you more of a game. But I really like the nitty gritty of trying to get around in the original one. This right. one is more the it's it's called Expedition, so it's more exploratory, which is the that's where the fun was in Mudrunner. Right. So hopefully they're going back there, and hopefully it's not going to go full live service like the last one did a little bit. Yeah, well, because they see. were having seasons and stuff, and I'm like, I, you know, I I just don't care anymore. I wouldn't be surprised. So is Mudrunner, if they wait, is Mudrunner a, a racing game, Peachy? Hmm. What would you do? How would you describe Mudrunner? What is it exactly? It's uh, it's it's a driving game. It's not a racing game. Okay. Um, the, it's like a puzzle. You're trying to get across wilderness and difficult to okay. reach places. And the oh, first one, one is it? Oh no, no, no. I was I was com commenting. Oh, that sounds neat. Like I was It's very cool. <laughs> and I did. I I must admit, I had a lot of fun with SnowRunners. Um, but I I, I think I preferred Mudrunners. Yeah, to, to, I did. To, and to, hopefully... To summarize it, Pope, it's... You start at one point, you've got to get mm -hmm. to another point, and there is, like, a muddy trail, or in SnowRunner, like, a snowy trail kind of thing, and, like, it takes into account the physics of what you're driving, which is usually some form right. of truck or something that like that. That actually sounds really cool. Yeah, I, so I kind of like that. you got to be worried about getting your wheels yeah. stuck in the mud. If you do, do you use, like, a certain technique to get it out, or do you use, like, a rope tied to your truck, stuff like that? Basically picking your path and trying not to get stuck in the mud. Nice. That's really sick, actually. Yeah. You have a map, and you've got to unlock things about this map. Now, SnowRunners had a lot of maps and a lot of things to find, mm -hmm. which was, it was probably the way I would have thought you'd go, but I'm definitely missing some of that nitty-gritty of trying to get through mud that I did right. in, in Mudrunner. Okay, cool. Marvel stuff, yeah, got an update, if you're uh, into mobile stuff. Um, Speaking of card games, <laughs> I mean, it's do people very like popular. Marvel Snap? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I've heard that. It's yeah, it's people massive. Like it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I actual gamers. 
play Marvel Snap. Yeah, it's actually a really popular game. Actual gamers. Plays Marvel Snap. I, I don't play in Marvel Snap. I no. generally don't no, play mobile no. games. There's very usually if I play a mobile game, it's like an indie puzzle game, like the <clears throat> the one that I've got on my phone at the moment. I've got Vampire Survivors. Crusher. I gave that a go. No, I'm not a Candy Crusher. Um, <laughs> Railbound, which was like a puzzle game where you've got to try and get your, your train from one end to the other by laying out the track, but you've only got so many pieces and you've got to do it in certain directions. And there's yeah. things that can change yeah, the just, directions. I have like one I play, but it's like it's uh, it's like I halfway pay I half pay attention. Yeah, like uh, it, it was I have just a couple, and they're all Warhammer. That's fair. Of course, and of one course. of them is a Shocker. card game. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, Last Epoch, uh, basically hyping oh, 1.0. I mean, I'm excited for it. Uh, I've not got a lot to say about it. I've played it a lot. I think it's one of the better action RPGs out there. Um, right. If it had the marketing of Diablo or Blizzard, I think it would probably actually be more popular if they, uh, mm -hmm. if they were able to get out to that audience. So I'm actually just glad that they were at Gamescom and they were able to talk about it. This is a studio that started off with like two dudes who were just like, Oh, we like making action RPGs. Do you want to make one kind of thing? And it make, got a Kickstarter. Now it's like this hundred man studio, whatever, fully remote as well. And they've been making mm -hmm. this game and like going from stride to stride despite that. Whereas some studios have kind of fallen victim to the COVID era kind of thing. And it's impacted their games like Redfall, <coughs> things like that, you know. So it's something I'm that looking forward to. That was publisher. That as well, yeah. Um, Warhaven, I was stoked for this until I saw actual gameplay during the beta and I was like, oh no. Oh no. This looks awful. Yeah. Like all the gameplay videos they it? did. I, I, I'm not at the moment. I'm just blasting through um, the IGN yeah, article. Well, yeah. it, everyone go watch it. I kinda, I'm, I'm actually tempted to go see it now. Well, they when they first started showing it Warhaven. off, it looked like a more arcadey version of For Honor, which I think is a very fun game. And I was like, ooh, this looks like it would be cool. And then I actually saw people playing it and I was like, ooh, this looks like it's bad <laughs> like just straight oh, up no. bad so doesn't yeah and like the combat itself doesn't look like fun. It's, it's not that impressive looking at all it's very clunky like it's i'm excited I, I, to see this yeah it, it, it basically turned me off the game immediately i do not mm. remember this game our history untold so it probably didn't leave a, a, a oh is this a city builder um uh, like, like a, anno is yeah, it? the 4X. Oh, it's... Yeah. it's the 4X. Oh. It looks cool. It looks cool. I'm I'm like on the fence with 4X. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I want some of that. And then I'm like, oh, I don't really like this. So Yeah, Civ 6 I'm, was I'm, the last one I played. I'm probably going to see if I can get um, I was uh, looking at this. The art style was kind of quirky. I was very fascinated. Um, I don't know anything about it. Thank goodness you're here. I don't remember anything about that either. Maybe it's just because it's been I was just weeks. looking through the list, but I haven't seen any trailers because I, I missed the show. This is so an interesting one. Like... Sorry, go on. Oh, no, no, no. I know. I was, I, but I did stop on that one. I was like, oh, that looks cute. That's Reminds fair. me of Professor Layton. Oh, yeah. One thing I thought was really weird was Diablo 4 Season 2 got announced. Which... Uh, don't you mean oh. Diablo 4 bug fix? Well, no, because... It's just a bug fix. Call it Season 2. <laughs> They've actually fixed quite a lot of the bugs. There's still features and stuff Features's that people want in Diablo 4. But... <laughs> It's kind of weird because obviously I'm used to Path of Exile and other action RPGs that do the same live service format and they tend to announce like this the big season thing usually a couple of weeks before it goes. Mm -hmm. Whereas they've announced this like a full month and a half, like seven weeks ahead. So it's like, 
is that an indication of something maybe they've lost loads of players quite quickly which is possible because usually the the format for the live service is you um recycle and reset the content every three months whereas with diablo right. 4 they had a <clears throat> excuse me like a, a season zero which lasted a month and then you went into season one so i'm just wondering if they've had a significant drop off in players and they're like quick we need to advertise something or if they're just blowing the load early kind of thing which is what it feels like to me so i thought that was a bit weird and out of place I've seen a lot of people remark they're like cool i guess why why are you telling us now <laughs> kind of thing but yeah that will start on october 17th so it's a ways away is diablo 4 struggling right now yes and no um with the casual audience no with the audience that i think I, right, let me let me start from the beginning. I think there is a problem that... What have you done, PT? No, no, so I, I think there's a problem with Diablo 4, and that problem is Diablo 3. Diablo 3 became, at one point, the 10th best-selling game in the world. It did extraordinarily well, despite some of the criticism it had. And the reason for that is it was extraordinarily dumbed down and had a huge appeal to a casual audience. It sold billions of copies. So that makes sense, because that was a buy-to-play game. They've now made another casual action RPG with a box price, but intend to continue it as a live service. Mm -hmm. Which means there's going to be a lot of comparisons to Path of Exile, which has an extraordinary amount of depth. And the reason Path of Exile does well is because it retains the hardcore players, not the casual players. The players who come back, right. who play multiple characters every three months, see a new season, they're like, this looks sick. And they enjoy all that content and rinse, repeat that same cycle. <clears throat> right. With Diablo Four, because it's all casual, so is the amount of depth. So people play it for like a week and go, "I've enjoyed this week. This was a good week. Goodbye." <laughs> and then they piss off the <laughs> Path of Exile or whatever other game. And sure, they may come back again in season two, season three, but it's probably only for about a week or so. So I think right. they are going to have players coming back, but it's going to have a significantly lower retention rate than they probably expect, and which means they're not making as many sales through the cash shops and stuff as well. So I think that's their problem. They've gone, oh, we've, we've had to appease shareholders by making sure we sell millions of copies, which they have. Then when it, that's impacting the live service model because there's not enough depth to keep the hardcore players in place. So that's essentially it. And a lot of these hardcore players have been going, ah, oh, well, I really enjoyed Diablo 4, or people who became hardcore players of Diablo 4, and then they're going, oh, I wonder what, last epoch's like who started a new season a couple of weeks ago and it's a fucking good season might i add so it looks like they're they're hemorrhaging What's the, the hardcore audience barrier for entry for last epoch there isn't one it's free you just get into it technically it is it is advantageous you could even argue slightly pay to win to purchase stash tabs so you can store gear um some of the stash tabs have a utility benefit to them so it's not just like here's a big tab that you just stuff in it will actually sort things by um like there's a map tab so you keep all your maps which is like um going into a nightmare dungeon in diablo 4 but they're, they're an item they're consumable so you, you basically have that all organized for you again in diablo 4 it's just a mess you've got one very few and small tabs and like there's nowhere to organize it there's no search function mm -hmm. for example but yeah so a lot of people are going all these things that we don't like about diablo 4 the hardcore audience are then looking at path of exile and then going oh there they are there are all the things we like. Cool. And then they're sticking with POE. So well, hopefully it will be something chunky, but I don't think it will be. But we'll see. Uh, Alan Wake 2, yeah. we saw some more footage of that. It was a lot yeah, more focused on Alan. 
Alan, Alan woke. <laughs> Alan was awake. Yes, uh, a lot more, a lot more gameplay from Alan's perspective. Uh, I'm very yeah, excited place. for Alan Wake too. I I mm. still didn't enjoy the first one. I'm stoked for people that like it. It's so goofy like, though. Eh. Yeah, it's 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 my avenue of horror because it's like scary, but also <laughs> so, dude, yeah. it's so goofy when the enemies come out and they start yelling random shit at you. Like <laughs> that's my man over there. Oh, I mean, I am terrified, but <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I I appreciate that you appreciate the campiness. Yeah. That's a, that's my type of horror as well. It's like just give me something to laugh at every now and again because it kind of helps with the tension. Yeah, for sure. No, 100%. I'm just not a horror <laughs> fan, I guess. Like like I said before, I enjoy watching people play it because I enjoy their reactions more than the actual my, content. My audience likes me getting scared because yeah. I'm easily scared. But, like, I'm more of a horror movie buff than a horror game buff because I am such a weenie. Right, right. <laughs> Like if I played my, a horror I, game, I'd be in crouch all the time. Like, can we go around this corner and not dude, die? I, I think I told, I told you the... But, infamous my my best moment was playing alien isolation i refused to get out of the locker because the alien was out there i was like no i'm not i'm not going out yeah Fuck so that. this is He's where there. i live now the problem with alien isolation is once you've put a bunch of hours into it you figure out how the ai works yeah. it was uh i think it's the first time like the aliens like actually out and about like i mean he that i already passed the first initial introduction but it's when i had to like get to a certain door i can't remember but i heard this a tiny little bit shorter just a little bit before you start figuring out that the the director, mm. whatever it's called, is is pulling the strings just a little bit, but I think it's still a good scary game. No, it's it's fantastic. It's very effective. I was too scared to go. Have you played it in <laughs> VR? And also, horror games like work against my better judgment of, of watching so many horror movies. It's like, no, I'm not going in there by myself. I know what happens. I know what's gonna happen. <laughs> Have either of you played? Go in there. No. <laughs> what? Either of you played the VR mod for it? No, no, I, I, I straight up refuse to <laughs> like people have like uh, when I've done like charity things, people be like, oh, well, you play a horror game because that would be funny because you don't play horror games. And I'm like, OK, suggestions. And then people be like alien isolation uh, VR mod. I'm like, no, not a hope I in hell. <laughs> on Phasmo for about seven minutes, didn't even get into a house <laughs> and I shit my pants. I can imagine, yeah, the immersion of VR. I'm just standing is, outside the house by the van going, I'm not going in there. All right, well, I'm never playing this Just again. holding on to the, the side like, no, no, I'm not going. It was pushing you. Come on, we've got to investigate. I don't want to. I don't want to. No. It's like the amount of times. It's like, no, no. I, if I'm going in that house, all of you are coming with me. I I'm not doing this by myself. I would literally be kicking them to that. death before they can even get me in there. I'm like, fuck off. No, this is where I live. I'm staying in the van. No, but like playing it normally, I'm fine. I'm a yeah. bit spooked now and again, but I'm, I'm mostly fine. But the second I was so immersed, I'm like, oh, hell no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> VR changes everything Dude, about I, gaming. I hurt myself in VR. I've, I have a history of hurting myself in VR. People do. So like, cause it, yeah. it, it fucks with people's because of I them getting immersed. So go on. I I was streaming it like the one time I streamed, my friend brought over his VR, and I almost clocked him once, and uh, that was his fault. I shouldn't have been standing there. And the I have a record player that's solid wood that I s slammed my hand down on because I was I didn't realize I was that close and almost broke my hand. So yeah. Where it's like you see me on stream going like, "How?" Beyond knuckles. Wait, I think called. I actually Bang. hurt my hand. Holy shit! But you, you've got. I didn't break my hand. You've got the knuckles <laughs> that you got to worry about because you're obviously hitting stuff if you haven't cleared cool. your area properly. 
but there's also um it's very common there was a game i think it's called the climb which was for um just the quest i believe it was where you literally mm -hmm. are just climbing up a like rock face or whatever kind of like bouldering but or outdoor climbing but did people try to use their feet and accidentally fall uh not quite but if they fall off God, they're so immersed their body clock kind of like fucks with them and their center of gravity goes with it so people have fallen over because they have mm. missed a, a like a, a jug or something that's supposed to be and holding just, onto like, and they actually in their, fall in, their living in real rooms. life oh my yeah, god th th there was people uh going to play at conventions and they would be falling over and landing into the equipment and stuff like that because they'd like just get so immersed and think they're actually falling vr fucks with it's, you it's so funny much. but yeah, that's so dangerous because i can only imagine like falling forward into your own desk or something if you're like doing something and just like like knocking your jaw or something yeah like, when maybe, you play maybe like VR. Head, but it... and i i'm thinking of that because i've been paying for a lot of dental work lately so it's <laughs> like i would never want to break my teeth <laughs> when you when you start playing a lot of vr and you know you get over a bit of the motion sickness if you have a bit and stuff like that when you're outside of vr it's weird your brain's like is this a simulation it's <laughs> it's i don't know what the feeling's called but it feels odd How do you it's kind of like <laughs> just motion sickness in general well no it's when you're out of vr and you're like oh no wait this is real i can grab this i can actually physically grab this thing your brain's like just trying to compute what's happening because in vr there are concessions you make because they're not actually there you can't feel a thing maybe it's a bit like because uh, your eyes adjust to things and your brain can sometimes go on autopilot like you know when you look at like a black and white spiral thing and then you turn away and the wall is suddenly twisting yeah. for like a minute or so like maybe it's that because your eyes are focusing on a particular thing that's only a few inches or an inch or so away from your face and then suddenly you take it off and it can focus out of that but your brain's been doing the vr focal distance for so long it's just fucking with your brain a bit as that would be mm. my guess potentially that your, your brain is still seeing in vr despite you being out of oh VR. that's crazy it's kind of like um i imagine it's similar to like because i've been used i i bought a treadmill like about a month ago and i've been using it every single day it's amazing but i you know you go on there for like an hour and then you walk off and you're like oh it's just like yeah, your yeah, only yeah. equilibrium's off it's same 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 thing but instead it's not or if you've been on a ship for know. a while and you go onto land you know wait i don't have now to got, adjust got... for the waves so it feels wonky yeah, yeah. no 100 percent um oh shit he's still got sea legs sea legs so <laughs> let's wrap up for the first half we'll go on a break and then when we return peachy has a lot to talk about with i'm very to excited to hear warhammer uh we've got a bunch Space of other stuff as well there are video games there are video yes. games uh -huh. gamers super marine uh, space marines too rather and also i can't words pulp has been playing some starfield so i'd like to hear what she has to say. Oh, I can't wait to I've been playing Starfield and Sea of Stars. That. I've been playing that too. And uh, I picked up Armor Core, but I didn't get that far. That's fair. That's fair. We'll cover as much as we can, though. But for now, mics are hot. Yeah. Go stretch your legs. Go get a cup of tea. Cry. <laughs> be. Welcome back to part two, everyone, of the Hello. podcast. We're going to talk about Space Marine 2. Yeah. Take the lead. She is so excited. All right, so there was a new game page gameplay trailer um, from uh, Focus. Uh, the oh yeah, I also learned in between that it's the guys that made World War Z. They're yes. making the new one. Yep. I didn't actually realize. Oh really? That. And they're it's implementing on their engine as well. Yeah, yeah, which plays a big part in it, which I'm sure Peachy will cover in a moment. 
Yeah, so there was a lot of cool stuff. It was mostly gameplay, um, and there's stuff to find if you're a Warhammer nerd. Like, um, no one comes to mind right now. Um, but uh, we, I, was, I was like, I need to know what Tyranids are in here. So we've seen some Tyranid warriors. Well, they, they might be a Tyranid prime in there, but I'm not entirely sure. I think it's just a Tyranid warrior with bone swords. But maybe. Um, we haven't seen any with wings, which primes usually have wings, but not always. So I think it's a warrior. Uh, those are the bigger enemies we see him fight in. The smaller enemies you see them fight are the Hormigants, which are the melee version of the little boys. Um, I did see some Termagants there. There was only like five. They were in this room and they were shooting. Um, Termagants are the ones that have range. Um, there was no uh, Leapers. And I refuse to believe there's no leapers in the game because they've just um, invented a new type of leaper, which is one Ryan's leapers. And those will work for video games because they're fucking terrifying. They jump at you and they stab you and stuff. So I think we're going to see those, but I've not seen them yet. Um, also, the big flocks of um, Tyranids that you, you've seen in all of things, they were much bigger in this, this new one. There was like multiple swarms flying around. Those are gargoyles. Um, which oh. is pretty cool. They don't feature much in the game, but there have been a bunch of new models announced, so maybe there's some more gargoyles in there. Um, so that's pretty pretty cool. Um, the coolest mechanic thing I saw was they're literally catching Tyranids out of midair. He's, he's like pushing a button when someone's playing him. I assume it's going to be like um, like Batman Arkham combat type thing. Right. Yeah. He just catches one, just fucks it up, and then carries on fighting. It was the most badass thing I've ever seen. Oh, and also, he's walking through all the guard. We are going to talk about the guard. Yes, I did see the, the uh, tank. Um, some of the guard, because in law, Space Marines, they're demigods, right? They are, they are just superhuman. They're so far superhuman. Are they even human anymore? Um, and as they're walking through the guard, which are general, just normal people, right, in the Imperium, you can see some of them, like, kneeling down and praying and, and all that stuff. I was mm -hmm. like, ah, oh, this is fucking sick. This is the power fantasy of a space marine, like, right, just right. in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that was really cool. Uh, I will say, it's not as Warhammer as Darktide, and that sounds stupid, but the reason for that is Darktide is inside these giant cathedrals and stuff like that. And what we saw from the gameplay was these giant battlefields, which makes sense because that's how you play Warhammer. Yeah. But when you think of Warhammer video games, it's this gothic industrial architecture. And there's not that much of that going on in the game because these are these huge open fields. So like you've got hundreds of thousands of Tyranids running. He, I can't remember what gun he grabbed. But he got a big gun. Maybe it was a heavy bolter. Um, and there's just the flocks of these uh, tyrannies just flowing. And he's just laying into them. I'm like, give it to me now. Give it, give it to me now. I did sign up for the beta, yeah. Um, yeah, so with the Astro Militarum, this is the guard. These are the normal humans. Um, they had a Lehman Russ. You're going to have a Lehman Russ. That's the ubiquitous tank. I don't have one to show you. But they also had a Hellhound. Okay. I don't even know if they sell Hellhounds anymore, but a Hellhound is a, a longer tank because most of the tanks are quite sh squat and short yeah. in Warhammer. They're massive, so they're not actually, but like their dimensions. A Hellhound is quite long, and it's got the turret right at the front, usually a smaller, like maybe a demolisher or something like that. 
Um, which is really cool because I don't think there's any hellhounds in Dark Tide. I think it's all Lehman Russes. Um, please, please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, there was, uh, there's a, like a row of Astra Militarum the guards, and there's all these Laz rifle shots going off, shooting into the. It was just fucking badass. I cannot wait to play it. Um, oh, Marauder Bombers. We had Marauder Bombers and Valkyries. We saw right at the end. Um, Marauder Bombers are from the Navy, which technically isn't part of the Astra Militarum, it's part of the Imperial Navy, but they often work together when they're fighting on, um, on planets and stuff, which is pretty cool. Uh, also, Cherubs. If you know, you know. I do not know. <laughs> I do yeah, not you, know. Uh, you, um, you're not ready to know about cherubs. Uh, you're well. not ready to know about servitors yet. So you are not ready for cherubs. Um, what else? Oh, uh, there was destructible assets. He was fighting in a bit of an open thing, and I noticed some smaller assets were destructible. So that would be cool when you've like just decimated the enemy and everything's just falling apart. Right, that right. should be cool. Um, but they were definitely the smaller assets. It wasn't like larger chunks of like buildings. Stuff like that, uh, the Valkyries, and right at the end, right at the end, there were Chaos Marines, specifically the Thousand Sons, which are psychers based on like weird Egyptian magic y type stuff, right? Um, and it was just at the end, they, he walks in, uh, he well, the camera goes on, and he's walking in this land, and it looks a bit Zinshi, which is one of the uh, the Chaos Gods, there are four. Um, and I was like, oh, that's a bit zinchy. And he looks around and there's stuff over there. I'm like, okay, what's that? And then something's shooting at him and you look over and it is the Thousand Suns. So that's the chaos we'll be fighting is the Thousand Suns, which is really cool because I wasn't expecting to see that. I thought it was going to be all Tyranids, um, which would have been fine, but there was some chaos at the end of the first one. So it makes sense that it would be in there. Mm -hmm. Um, very cool to see the Thousand Suns. They don't get a lot of love because, I mean, I don't really like their models okay. too much, but I don't really like that Egyptian vibe. They've got these huge things. But the idea is cool, and Magnus the Red is pretty cool as well. So, yeah. Uh, did you guys see the, the gameplay trailer? Yeah. We're lo I'm looking at it right now. It <laughs> In the same detail I did. <laughs> yeah, so to talk on some of the mechanics, uh, as Peachy mentioned earlier, the same devs that made World War Z are making this game and the reason that's important is okay. there's tech in their engine that allows you to have like literally thousands of models on screen at once like the zombies in world war z what was he i'm noticing these little swarm things in the air yeah so in world war z that was a mechanic that was light but the game overall wasn't favored that well um it looks like they're learning from the mistakes in world war z and then utilizing their engine in perhaps the best possible way as peachy said it's more like akin to fighting one of these actual battles like you would in warhammer where you've built an army and then you're that one piece in the army so any unit right. you see on screen even if it's like coming over a hill in the distance or flying around in the sky that's a real unit that you could eventually get to and find and slaughter so it's not that's like that's pretty sick yeah, i love it yeah so like one that's crazy optimized like for, for it to do that and two it's cool it's to be able to see something in the distance like you know, it's like also kind of such a small detail. I'm noticing like just the uh, the fabric moving just looks so fucking satisfying. Yeah, it looks like a I've really good game. I've been watching battle. 
<laughs> it looks very nice. Yeah, it's a very, very pretty game. Um, as Peachy was saying, there's like mechanics where if something's leaping yeah. towards you or flying towards you, it will give you a target so you eventually... can grab it. And you can do like a gore oh, move where yeah, you just yeah, cut yeah. it in half with your sword. I assume that's just for the very small shitty enemies like the Hormagons that feature mostly in this. Those big swarms where they're pouring down the uh, wall and going up the, the bridge, those are those are Hormagons. Yeah, yeah. Are they Hormagons? They weren't Termagons. There's, oh, there's a the few way. that are crawling on all fours that leap about in this video. Um, and he grabs one of them uh, a couple of times as well. The uh, mm -hmm. the bigger units with the swords, you you've kind of got you can't just wail on them. You actually have to kind of like one on one them, and there's a, like a somewhat of a parry system, and then you can do a like a, a glory or a gory kill uh, afterwards. Those are the like Tyranid that. warriors. Yeah, yeah. So you'll you'll see probably one in a moment. So the the bigger units that they're, they're a bit the smaller units you can just happy slap your way through with your weapons or gun them down whatever, and then the bigger units you tend to actually have to take on properly one on one. Um, That's how it works on the tabletop, to be honest, because the Tyranids are a swarm army. You have a yeah. lot of those little guys, and yeah. they're quite cheap. It looks phenomenal. I think the gameplay looks fantastic. So here's one of those bigger units. So he, like, he parries it, and then when it glows, you can do the glory kill on it and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a really fun-to-play game. It runs allegedly... It looks very fun. It allegedly runs okay on high-end software. I don't know. Oh, I did see some uh, frame sorry. dips, but I would yeah. expect that. Yeah, so it, it's okay on high-end. We don't know about low-end hardware, sorry. Um, or I don't uh, anyway. I haven't seen anyone who's previewed it on anything smaller than like a 3090. So who knows about the low-end? Yeah, we'll I mean, see. they're going into closed beta, so yeah. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get news on it soon. Um, the other Warhammer stuff that you want to talk about, PG? Oh, yeah, we have the Nova Open. Uh, we're done with this notepad. Uh, we have a new notepad. Uh, let's have a look. That's my f-stop for my camera. Yes, uh, there was a bunch of stuff. I'm going to try and run through it before Brian's eyes glaze over. Um, but the Nova Open was um, an American um, convention. Uh, they also had a bunch of tournaments and stuff. I didn't really pay attention. The, the tournament stuff, so I don't know how what the what uh, armies are doing there. Um, we kind of know how strong some of the armies are. My army's very weak, so I'm not watching tournament play right now. Um, we got new Terminators multi-parts, um, so they'll be posable. The ones that come in the starter set, which is... Sorry. Uh, 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 you don't actually need glue. I, I do, I, um, but they're one pose and you put them together and they're pretty cool. The new Terminator design is just incredible. Um, but we're getting multi-parts with them, um, all in plastic. There was a new Chaplin in Terminator armor that looks fucking sick. Uh, Chaplin is kind of like the spiritual leader, not like the leader of the army. It's the spiritual leader in a group. Um, and they, they have powers and abilities and they have a big old Crozius, which looks like a mallet, but can chop things in half. How does that work? I have no idea, but it's badass. A um, lot of brute force and ignorance, I imagine. Oh, something about uh, Space Marine 2, they had the jump pack um, on him, the big-ass jump pack when he was in the Zinchland. Right. Uh, those jump packs, they um, have announced intercessors, which are your basic Space Marines, um, with jump packs so they can fly about. They look pretty cool. They all have a tactical rock, which is very important. <laughs> Tactical like rock. rock. Like, yes. they throw it like, oh, we need to escape, quick. <laughs> no, so it's a rock, so they can have them doing a dynamic pose because they're right. flying units, you want them in the air a bit, and right. they put a little rock and you stand on it. It's right. a tactical rock. Um, good news, everyone, good news. 
there is a new Space Marine captain. I know. It's been, what, minutes since we've had the last one? Um, Shocked. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of them. Um, right. There all seem to be multi-part as well, which is really cool. So you can change the loadout however you want. Usually they give you one option and you put that together. Maybe they'll give you a gun option, but they've got different heads and helmets and weapons and different styles, which is pretty fucking cool. Do you ever um, mod your miniatures? Like, do you just go, you know what? This person has a grenade launcher, so I'm going to cut it off and then glue it onto another model. Yes. Yeah, it's called kit bashing. Right. Um, yeah, that's done a lot. Uh, like, usually when you buy a set, of, you can, you'll get different... Um, in a big set, you'll get different heads, uh, different weapon loadouts, depending on what you yeah. want to go with. Not that important in 10th edition, but you can you can do it. Um, but with character models, like a captain or a chaplain, usually it's like, here you go, you that's it. Um, but mm -hmm. there seems to be a bunch of options, which is really cool. Um, it's called, yeah, my chat's got it there, WYSIWYG. Um, not everyone does this, but when you build an army, um, it's like, oh, those guys got bolt pistols, for instance. So you give them bolt pistols on the, the model. Mm. But... It doesn't matter. Like, if you're playing with your mate, you just go, oh, those got bolt pistols. And you're like, okay, oh, I will for, remember that. For those not familiar, WYSIWYG right. is what you see is what you get. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it's also a pitch shifter song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did we... We got Stern Guard. Oh! 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 Also, the Stern Guard, um, one of them, these are older um, members of the army that have been there for hundreds of years. Um, one of them, and I hope there's more in the box, one of them had a Mark 8, a Mark 8 helmet, which is the Screamer helmet. Now, I love uh, Primaris Marines. I think they're awesome, but I really want a Screamer helmet. And I'm going to, the second that's out, I'm going on eBay trying to get me a Mark. I realize how nerdy I sound that I want this particular helmet for my boys when I'm fighting, but they're <laughs> iconic and they're very cool. Uh, also, one of them has a back banner. Back banner's a back. I appreciate the self-awareness. <laughs> so big banner sticking out the back of the, the backpacks, which yeah. is cool. Um, doo -doo, we can skip that. Scouts, there's new scouts. Uh, they've, they've, um, they seem to have reduced their, their jockstrap bulge. So I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> that uh, I don't know. That, that man's codpiece is too small. <laughs> if you look at an old scout, the, you look at them and you go, wow, codpiece. And then you see the rest of the mini. Right. They've made it a lot subtle. So you see the mini first. And I don't know how I feel about that. How disappointing. Bunch of new Sigma, really nice sculpts. Um, I'll, I'll skip over them because even I'm not that excited about Sigma, but there are some cool stuff. There's new Oryx. Um, uh, they've got the new uh, armies, um, cities. Uh, which is pretty cool. 30k, we've got uh, new plastic. Uh, let me skip through. New Warcry box, which is a standalone box set. Um, so I'll, I'll get these two to play Warcry, don't worry. Uh, there's two new armies <laughs> in the box. Um, oh, Blood Bowl. There's a new Blood Bowl team, uh, Vampires, which is pretty cool. Um, I think there's a new season actually happening for Blood Bowl, which is quite exciting because I don't recall the last time they did a new season that wasn't just changing the entire rules. So that's pretty cool. Uh, new Underworlds box game. How does that um, work with Blood Bowl? Like, is, is it just like physical downloadable content kind of thing where they're adding it to Blood Bowl or are they doing a new version of Blood Bowl? It's a new season, so there'll be some tweaks to rules. Right. Um, new teams, because they're not armies, it's two football teams. It's like a skirmish game and they're playing a version of American football. 
I'm those... sorry, pal. Football. They're playing football. Yeah, so uh, they're for playing the... American football. For those who don't I'm know, I, I would say it's more like rugby, though. Surely, <laughs> or is it more like no. American football? No, it's it's it is definitely a a meme about American football, but okay. it's not like yes, you are trying to score a touchdown, but right. you're trying to kill yeah. kill so, everyone. For, for those who don't know, Blood Bowl is literally American football, but with Warhammer miniatures on a pitch, and you move them around mm. and stuff, and there's a ball that actually gets thrown around. But you beat the. They're loosely based on Warhammer fantasy um, races, mm. but it doesn't make sense in the law, so it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. Um, but you can kind of mix mix and match your miniatures if you want. I have a blood. Do you know what? No, nobody needs to know that. Well, we got some slashy demonettes. Oh, big squid boy. He was pretty sick. Uh, old world resin stuff. And the most important, the most important thing is we've got a new Primark, a traitor Primark, um, Fulgrim, transfigured. Uh, Brian, I. I you might have to Google this. It's called Fulgrim Transfigured. And this boy is huge. He's a giant, snaky bastard with giant wings. Fulgrim uh, is the beautiful boy, right? Um, it, it, yeah, he's Slanesh. Um, and he's so fucking needy that even his miniature is going to require an entire bag to carry this boy. He is thick he is long he's got giant ass wings and he's beautiful <laughs> but i won't paint him because he's resin and it'll be forge wheels so it'll be a million pounds and i don't really like painting resin because it's it's not where i like i'd like it in plastic is fulgrim who i've got on screen now yes that uh, that's the boy he is cool. one of the traitor primarchs. very nice looks very cool. oh, very nice oh that's a that's a traitor primark you know what the primarchs are right <laughs> Okay. So <laughs> I just comment on pure aesthetics. No, no, he is like their whole shtick is they must look beautiful and be beautiful and be artists. And that drives them so far that they fall to Slanesh, a demon of I, the war. I love I love the character designs oh, and the mm. creature designs rather. That is from 30k. So I don't know if we'll get 40k rules for Fulgrim. Um, I kind of hope so. That'd be that'd be cool because maybe we'll get it in plastic and not fucking Forge World resin. I can't afford Forge World resin, my dude. Come on. Resin seems like that... it molds better though. Like in, in like so, for example, when I see people three D print models, one of my uh, community members does it. Um, check out their Etsy if you can remember his name. It's a uh, PNW Hammer. Um, he basically. Oh, prints... Hammer. Yeah, Poonwammer, as I call him. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he uses a resin 3D printer and they look so pretty compared to like when I've seen plastic ones because there's always like a bit of an edge and stuff and like the molding and all that. Yeah. Whereas when he does them in resin, I'm like, that's a nice booty kind of thing. Yeah, so um, you're talking about 3D printing is very different and plastic is the best. That's fair. That's Warhammer, fair. Uh, Games Workshop plastic, nothing comes close. Some things come close. Would you not close. prefer them to be metal like they used to be? No, have you seen them? Well, okay, that's not unfair because I love uh, like old hammer because they're so goofy and they got so much heart in them. But no, I want to paint nice plastic that has been designed in CAD <laughs> and printed to within an inch of its life. Well, not printed, pressed to within an inch of its life. Right. And that's the Warhammer Roundup, and it only took Woo! half an hour. <laughs> that's fine. Well played. Well played. I, I love it when he gets on those tangents. He gets so excited. I cut out so much stuff because lots of people don't like Sigma. I think they have very nice models. 
but a lot of people don't like Sigma, and that's that's fine. I I just like Space Marines. I love Space Marines, so I'm happy when there's a new captain. I'm actually happy. I'm one of those people who would love to get into the Warhammer world, which is why I'm probably interested in the games, but I just don't have the time or the money you, for the miniatures. You don't need much, Brian. No, like, not at all. You need, it's you need just a only a few, of... a few paints. You only need to it's dedicate a room of paint. your house. It's fine. <laughs> you, you just need a giant stack of drawers full of plastic. That's all you need, Brian. That's like the shrine. It's not a pile of shame. <laughs> it's a pile of potential. It's a pile of the, a shrine of Warhammer. That's what it is. Many shrines stacked on top of each other, but now I like it. I like that you. But it's quite impressive. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I, I love it when people go in on their hobbies. You know what I mean? And you you get oh, to yeah. see them actually like. Go, I don't look, have look how glorious it is, like kind of thing. Yeah. Because I was so this is a lamenter. So, moving on, <laughs> they're the most unlucky. Oh, oh. no, I'm okay. sorry. It's time. It's five seconds, Peaches. Yeah. Brian's going to get the crook and just pull me off. Five minutes. I'll just put you in jail like we did with Brooke that one time. One time. One time. One time. I'll can never we, live it down. Can we do it again? There we go. She's in jail again. There we go. Um, right. Moving on. It's oh. um, the LMG follow-up. We'll probably go through this pretty quickly. Uh, so LMG ended up halting their production of videos like the first time ever for nine entire days off the back of initially a video by Gamers Nexus, who was reacting to a clip in one of Linus's videos or in LMG's videos where they were like, we do this, and I'm paraphrasing, but they were like, we do this better than Gamers Nexus gaming on hardware and box and all that. And then Gamers Nexus was like, oh, really? <laughs> kind of thing. And did like a 40 something minute video where they pointed out a lot of mistakes and it wasn't all of them there was a good like 15 mistakes some of them quite like egregious in terms of Don't how they affect people actual steve that guy is locked yeah. on yeah he, he definitely is um some of them were like smaller things like errors in their data and they were obviously as a reviewer passing that off as accurate which can of course affect people's consuming uh consumer decisions when they want to make a purchase uh, so there was loads mm -hmm. of things like that. But then there was also things like where they tested a prototype product where it was a cooling block. So a cooling block is something mm -hmm. you'd put onto like a graphics card or a, or a CPU to use for like water cooling and things like that. And it was a very boutique product. Yes, it was very like unique in what it was supposed to do. It was specifically for a RTX 3090, which they didn't have on hand, which was weird because they were sent one with the prototype, but they somehow lost it temporarily. Um, so they ended up putting it on a 4090, and then at the conclusion of the video, they're like, yeah, it's shit, it doesn't do anything, and it's like, you've put it on the wrong yeah. card, and then people, like, pushed back on Linus and was like, why are you doing this, and on their live podcast show called The One Show, Linus was like, it's not worth spending however much money to refilm that part of the, the video, like, paying for staff members to re-record, rewrite the script, stuff like that, just to eventually come to the same conclusion, which is a hypothesis because he believes it will come to the same conclusion. He's got nothing to back that up. So people are like, oh, you don't know that. You still tested it on the wrong shit, and therefore you've given misinformation. That same prototype then also got auctioned off to charity at their convention, the uh, the Linus... Uh, I forgot what it's called, but let's call it LinusCon for ease. And um, they had that convention. It got auctioned off, and then the people who sent the prototype were like, uh, yo, what up? We want our prototype back <laughs> kind of thing. Like, we need that. It's actually a lot of money. Um, also, what the fuck happened to the 3090 we sent you? Um, so Linus tried to repair that relationship. But by this point, everyone was dunking on them for basically all the facts that Steve in the Gamers Nexus video had pointed out to them. Then 
there was a former employee called Madison who was a community favorite, I would say, when she was briefly in the videos. Uh, she was very well received. She actually got the job because she won a competition that invented, in, involved her being in the video. And then everyone was like, she's amazing. Hire her like as a, a video host. And they did. And then it just didn't work out. And she did a very long uh, Twitter thread, uh, probably like 40 tweets long, something stupid like that, where she went through like um, harassment, sexual harassment, verbal harassment, stuff like that, mismanagement, and just listed all these things off. Whilst that was coming out, they did a response video to Steve. Um, oh, there was also a blog post, which was very emotionally driven Linus, by Linus. Linus. Yeah, Linus, Linus, and basically was like, oh, you're all wrong, Brr, I wish you spoke to me first, Brr, uh, and, you know, don't harass people, Brr, and then people gave him backlash for that. So then they did a PR video, and a PR video featured all the heads of the like the company so linus which the new ceo timeline wise which was written produced and about to be uploaded before the madison, the madison stuff yeah. yeah so that came out and it was a bit jokey which is very typical for linus media group's videos so they they thought they would keep with that but it was also monetized there was advertisements throughout the um the playback but also built in advertisements like lttstore.com things like that so people are like you need to demonetize this video to be honest guys kind of thing so they demonetized it then there was another error with the video and it was just like oh okay and that's when they were like okay we're gonna cut off for like a week and it ended up being nine days they then came back did another video and they're like these are all the improvements we're gonna make we've like changed things with hr and we so people can like log complaints properly and it can get investigated accurately we're getting a third-party company to investigate the Madison stuff. Um, okay. And basically... They haven't really commented much on the Madison stuff yeah. other than they are doing their own internal, which is like, yeah, fuck off. Um, yeah. But they they did say that they are getting in a private outside party to yeah. investigate, which if that is true, that good. That is really good because yeah. an internal one, fuck off. Yeah, no, the, the, yeah. Oh, oh yes, I investigated my own company. I found nothing wrong. Yeah, no. all right. No, they, they, they did say it was going to be like a, a third party rather than someone or something within LMG. Uh, oh God, there's so much to it. But yeah, yeah ba it basically, one yeah. of the major complaints was the cadence at which they were releasing videos. And they actually did a like an interview video with all their staff about six or so months ago. And all of the staff were like, we don't Steve have enough time. Every section, he smash cut them all together. Yeah. It was like, oh, shit. So, that, so there's a Linus Tech Tips video where there's like 10 of their staff members, both writers and like cameramen, people who are like head of writing teams were like, yeah, I wish we had more time for videos. I wish we could do things properly, which is what has led to these mistakes. So now they're going to be spending more time on videos, doing corrections properly, making sure that they review the videos properly before uploading them. Mm -hmm. Loads of shit like that. Um, the community seems to be rallying. They have lost a lot of subs across their channels out because of this. So they are going to have to win people back. But otherwise, those that have remained have been like, yeah, cool, we're, we're going to buy loads of your merch. And like the WAN show, they, they do merch messages and they're getting inundated with merch messages. So people are definitely rallying behind them. And I've got my hopes up, my, my my fingers crossed for them. I think they will turn it around and make things better. Uh, obviously, I am interested to see what comes out of the, the investigation by the private HR company. So we'll see how that goes. Mm -hmm. Did you have anything to input on it, Peachy? Yeah, if um if I can take out the uh, Madison angle because that whole thing is fucked and yes. basically burn the the company down to the ground. But no, let's just 
everything else they said about all the practices and the things they want to put in place and the amount of videos they want to put up was like, okay, they're taking this seriously. They took like they haven't missed an upload like for how many years? Yeah, a long like, ass ever. time. Like they they and... literally the the joke that um they made in the original video was a a sixty nine joke where they said, oh, you know our um amount of uploaded videos is six nines as in 99.9999% like per day like that's they've never missed an upload a day basically until now yeah um all that stuff i i'm confident that they're gonna try i i don't think it's gonna change the videos too much because they still want to do that vibe because yes. it, it is a loose vibe which is good but when they're talking about actual stats because when i'm building a pc for a friend or something I do, I mean, I, okay, I use Gamers Nexus because they're better, but, yeah. you know, I, those numbers are important for a lot of people who don't mm -hmm. go to Gamers Nexus. That, that, those are very important to get right. And everything they said, I'm like, okay, this is good. Now sort out this Madison stuff because yeah. what the actual. And, and just to add to that, I think the reason for that is obviously when you review a game, it's a very subjective thing. It's like, yes, the graphics are good or yes, the gameplay is good. But obviously, you still may not like the game because of the story or the art style or for whatever reason. It is all very, very subjective. Whereas when it comes to right. computer hardware, the details matter. How much is this going to affect my energy bill? Will this be able to run the game at 4K because I've got a 4K monitor? Will I be able to get the frames that I want? Things like that. And like, does it have any interaction issues with or compatibility issues with other hardware or software? Things like that. So when and they you... place themselves in, as an authority as well. Like yes. how much have they advertised yeah. labs? It's called labs. That is that is saying these are numbers. These are cold, yeah. hard, factual numbers, and they're fucking those up. And that's what kicked this yeah. off. So for those who don't know, um, Linus Media do review videos, and they've been transitioning to going into the more technical side of things, a bit like Gamers Nexus, so where they, they test everything thoroughly with industrial equipment the same sort of equipment the manufacturers of this hardware would use to test their equipment so they're in this video doing a, a tour of the labs going look at how accurate all our stuff is going to be we're going to be better than gamers nexus and hardware unboxed or whatever and then that's when steve was like um here's 20 things you've done wrong just in the last six months like kind of thing because of their methodologies yeah. and stuff but yeah it's i can see why people are upset everything that steve said was 100 percent accurate some people are not going to give a shit they're just gonna be like oh does it play fucking half-life or does it play um but they don't care about graphs and exact numbers yeah. do they they yeah. want to know good bad that's all they yeah. want effectively but yeah that's what most those... consumers want to hear they want to hear those just those two words yeah they yeah. also said linus i think it was on linus's section they said that that um even though they're, they're still a jokey jovial company and they do just silly reviews and unboxings and stuff they're going to make it more obvious that this isn't a technical review. This is just an unboxing or, you know, we're just having fun with this thing, which I think is important because yes. if they want to be that authority, you, those numbers need to be correct and they need to be separate from entertainment, which they are an entertainment group, right? Yeah, 100%. Right. 100%. But they're also advertising these labs. That, that, that instant that your mind goes, oh, right, people in coats, they're looking at spreadsheets and they know how excel works so yeah, you, yeah. you're inclined to trust that again i now use gamers nexus for my numbers it's like digital foundry is to gaming that linus tech tips are trying right. to be when it comes to tech and gamers nexus yeah. is like they go into the technical stuff if you want to know that information a lot of the videos on gamers nexus are just hella interesting because they go to like um the factories and stuff where this shit is made and get you like some of the really cool info 
Um, when mm. there was the issue with 4090s catching fire, they mm. got people to send them their fucked up cables so they could investigate it. They got um, like crime analysis labs involved and stuff like that to actually oh, ascertain what the cause was. Well. Yes. Wow. The, the thing is, you and me, Brian, we love Gamers Nexus. We find that fascinating. Yeah. Your layman who just wants maybe a bit more information than just good or bad. Yeah. I'm probably watching Linus Tech Tips. They are 100%. huge. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Pope, do you have anything to add to the nerd boy subject? No, I don't. <laughs> That's fair play. I have none. I just wanted to make sure before we moved on. Should we talk about some of the recent layoffs? Oh, mate. Some oh, what is going on? Yeah. We'll do violation first because I have them on screen. Uh, Peachy, do you want to take this one away while I hunt down the other one? Uh, so Volition, they just posted out a tweet. There is a rejig going on with their holding company. I, I'm not sure what that company is called. Brian knows. Um, yeah, Volition have made some fucking fantastic. And one of my top 10 games of all time is um, Red Alert Gorilla. Oh, okay. That, um, which I think is THQ Nordic. I'm not sure what's happening with. Volition seems to have been shutting down. We, I don't know if any of those people are going to be going over to some of the Because this company still owns a lot of other um, developers. Like Gearbox, right? Gearbox is under their umbrella. No, Gearbox is under Embracer. They're, they're another one who are getting shut Embracer, down. which is the one which Volition was under, right? Uh, I think right. Volition might be someone else. I can't remember. Well, what I do know is Volition are um, the people who made the game that everyone was looking forward to, and then it got dunked on so hard. The uh, It was a, the third game in a series. I forgot what it was called. But basically, it was not well received. Um, Thingy Squad? Oh, uh, uh, Saints Row. Saints, Saints Row, Row, sorry. Yeah, Saints Row. Yeah, um, yeah the, the last Saints Row game got dunked on very, very hard. The community did not mm. like it. And people were like, this is going to sink the studio. And... Uh, here we are. Yeah, yeah. It's that's they've made some games, man. Like the, yeah. all the Saints Row games, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, the, the first two games. Um, well, they've been we, at least involved in all of them. That's well, as per the statement. Yeah. They've been around for thirty years, so they, they've made some Jeez. bangers. And it, it, oh. the, the studio has just been basically shit can, um, presumably because Saints Row Three did so bad. And that's the thing. A lot of gamers don't take that into consideration. That sometimes one bad game that or a game that is well-intentioned but has been received badly can sink a studio and that's why they don't take risks like with Baldur's Gate 3 and things like that that's I mean that Saints Row was definitely made by people in suits who don't play video games no well it wasn't made by them but it was dictated by them <laughs> it sure. was made by them remotely through very talented developers who know how to smash our game by proxy yeah. by I, proxy I, that's why I, that's why i'm keen to d distinguish like the devs the people who do the code like at the end of the day a developer if you if you're in software development doing it in games is the cheapest industry to do it in like you get paid significantly less in game dev than you do in literally any other development of software mm -hmm. if you if you're in banking and you make finance software you get like three times the salary so when people do game dev, it's not because they're after a bit of cash. It's because they like making games. Because they've got, they've got better things they can do to make they're money. Creators. Like, mm -hmm. they want to make a good game. And then, you know, the, the developers are trying to make the game fun by this list of absolute nonsense that is thrown down from yeah. above. Yeah. 100%. It's mismanagement and it's um, publisher pressure. Well, it's not. It's shareholder pressure, right? Yeah. 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 Usually. 
Um, I, also... I don't know if that's what's happened to Volition, but judging by the last game was definitely not made by someone who wanted to play video games. <laughs> yeah, is, uh... There was also Bioware. This was the one that oh, kind shit. of took me by surprise because they're making yeah. a new Mass Effect game. Are they making it anymore, Brian? Well, they're making a game because they haven't. Ca they they surely would have announced. They're doing Dragon it. Age. Are they even doing that anymore? They fired their head writer who's been there since the start. Yeah, they like hired like fifty of the staff really? or something. He got. Yeah, oh, like he, he no. he's gone. Like the lead what the lead writer's gone, and like a lot of the writing staff team. So it's really weird, and like they've got multiple Bioware games in development that are very known for being story driven and it's like yeah that's what I was thinking because of Dragon Age like, <laughs> I think oh no yeah so I'll do oh they quick... announced a delay for the new Dragon Age after a day after this was announced yeah so they said there's going to be a transition oh my god as part of this transition <laughs> we're eliminating a proxy approximately 50 roles at Bioware that is deeply painful and humbling to write we are doing that everything like we 10 can 10% or something I wouldn't say 10% no it's 20% it was I remember it's 20% because someone was going they double decimated it and then went through the numbers right 20% of the studio has been just fucked off yeah it's it's and it seems to be mostly the writing team as well which is really weird because obviously you can reallocate devs into other stuff but like the writers does this mean ai bullshit <laughs> is coming oh no that, you know, i'll be very like, upset that's that's a thing but um yeah oh, boy. If oh, the also the developers of shadow gambit which is a very good um action stealth yeah. strat game that one's a bit weird because i, I, I don't seeing... know where that came from yeah i've seen something Mimi, is it? similar happen before with the creators of torchlight so they made torchlight one torchlight two then they made a game called hob which i thought was great i actually got it for free from them um it's kind of like got the same art style as the torchlight series but it had more of a, a zelda feel like the old school zeldas um so you can do puzzles and stuff like that and you can run around mm -hmm. a, a platforming environment and it's, it was just really cute and quaint and i had a, a lot of time uh, fun with it 11 days after the release they were like this is our last game by the way thanks for the uh, the food um farewell i'll remember you and that was it and it was just like wait what like it wasn't because the game wasn't well received like it was clearly planned because who closes a studio 11 days after the studio released a game so i don't know maybe <laughs> so mimi games sent me a copy of shadow uh, gambit i played uh, the demo on um uh, steam next fest I'm right. like, ooh, and then it was in my emails, and I'm like, yes, it's very well made. Like, yes. care, attention, like, uh, minimal bugs, which you do expect some weird things in there. Yeah. Very well made, well written, um, coded well, like, fun. And, and then they're like, oh, yeah, that's our last game. I, like, for me, came out of nowhere, because I'm like, oh, this is the one. This is, yeah. this is the game which they're going to expand from. And then closing down and i didn't really get much from the uh the announcement that we were closing down but um i, I think it's like it, with runic and torchlight i reckon it was planned think, beforehand and it was like well maybe, make what money you can with this game they didn't say it did down. badly yeah. at all there was no mention of oh it didn't meet expectations and it came out like a week or so ago so and, it's, it's not been and, out that long yeah these are the wrong studios to be shutting down 100 100 so yeah because they're making good games 
a lot, and of... they can't compete with people charging fucking sixty quid for a piece of. Sh <clears throat> Sorry, we'll talk about Starfield later. <laughs> well, <sighs> I was actually going to say we should probably put a pin in that because I did not. I've only gotten six hours. Well, like six hours across two playthroughs. I'm going to play more tonight and throughout the week. Since we have a, uh, we're doing of the amount you've next. played, is it ten pounds more good than Baldur's Gate? No, Baldur's okay. Gate is absolutely better. Um, <laughs> just, what I'm I was trying wondering. to say is, I want to get a little further in before I can really give my my uh, my opinion on it. Because I'm just all I've done so far. Uh, I started a character. Um, so when the game first came out or on early access. I, I'm very glad I didn't stream it on the 31st because I didn't I don't have a solid state in my computer right now. So I had to go out and buy one. And so because the game was playing like shit. So you need an SSD. Um then so I played a brand new character uh yesterday and I only got to just further than my first character because I have like a my streaming character and my off stream. Right. Um so, so I got through, you know, the tutorial section, the ship, uh, ship flying, and the ship com, uh, the space combat. And there's a, went to like a, like a pirate, uh, hideout. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> and I'm just at the first town, and I literally just got the uh, the achievement for completing the first quest. Right, so right. I'm really early on in the game. So it's not enough. I feel. Unlike some shitty reviewers, I feel I need to play more of the game to get a, a proper feel of it. At the point I'm at now, I would say it's it's another Bethesda game. Yeah, um, I've heard very feel, similar it, things. It's it's Skyrim in space. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I like Skyrim. I like Fallout. Um, and I can see myself getting a lot of playtime out of Starfield, especially because I love space shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to play it now as well, it'll cost you 80 quid. Yeah, for the pre order. Yeah, or I, you can wait I until was, Game Pass on the same. It was gifted to me for uh, my birthday, which passed last month. So um, that that's why I have it. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I would have waited. Game Pass episode, and I just shit on the entire idea of Netflix <laughs> for video games. No Man's Sky. It's No Man's Skyrim. That's 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 cute. <laughs> no Man's Sky um, is an incredibly finished, complete, and full game now. They probably should have done that when they launched it, though. Since we had, uh, uh, all I was going to say is just to finalize what I was, my thoughts. Since we took a break last week because of me, sorry guys, uh, and so we're going to make up for the. We are. This is the makeup. We're going to be doing another episode next week. I'll get have a whole week playthrough, and I'll be able to formulate a proper opinion. So, don't worry. Yeah, from what I've been hearing, because I, I follow a lot of reviewers, because obviously I want to know the people that don't like mm -hmm. it and why, you know, rather than just mm -hmm. validate them because I like it um, and things yeah. like that. A lot of them have been saying like one or two things. They've either at first not liked it, and then they've realized mm -hmm. that's an expectations thing. And then they go, oh, it's Fallout in space. I like Fallout. I like Fallout in space. And then they end up like falling in love with that. Whereas if, yeah. you, if you go into it expecting innovation and new stuff rather than just the shinier engine, I, then you're disappointed. Aside from the ship, from flying the ship and the combat in space, there's really nothing new for me yet. Yeah. So that's that's why I want to wait. It's like I just want to actually get out there and look around the entire, you know, the the more well, of the worlds. Be warned! <laughs> someone on Twitter was very annoyed that you can't land on a gas giant. Oh. Okay. Oh wow. 
Yeah. I imagine Which, in real life you probably couldn't get near it anyway, but I, yeah, sure. I, I will. It is kind of, um, I am like, maybe I'm, maybe I'm the dumb one, but I have had like a little bit of issue, like adjusting to the space travel. Um, Cause it's like my, my brain went, oh, I can fly myself and maybe like jump into hyperspeed or whatever. And it really wants you to do fast travel. Yeah. And, yeah, I th- I the think they alluded a lot of loading screens. But then I'll go back. That, but you still have to go back into the space map, and yeah. then go in and land. And I, that's where I keep getting it, like kind of like disoriented. Where I'll be like, well, "How the fuck do I land?" Yeah, <laughs> the first time I did it, I was like, a lot of jarring loading screens for like innocuous things. It's like you need to go to the room. Yeah. Oh, dude, if you can't all be without an SSD, it it they're awful it takes forever like when i was doing the just the character creator it would and i would go through just the presets it would completely blank it out and then come in and it would just like this huge blip of right. time that's so the minimum requirement yeah it, no it does say it does say that and i can confirm they're right. they are telling the truth mm-hmm. it plays like garbage on hgd so um i want to get an opportunity to play more mm-hmm. and see what 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 else it has to offer because so far it basically feels like fallout except for i was in a spaceship yeah that's fair enough. which does sound cool but maybe mm-hmm. bring your prices down if you're not p- providing the same kind of product as people right. are doing at well, the same price point. to be fair they promised a lot in that yeah. in that trailer so i want to well, see did that... they promise though i like well, they kind I of fudged it. they're like there'll be space exploration between yeah. loading screens hashtag yeah okay that's yeah. that is like, yeah. Yeah. They did. so i want to see what more the game has to offer um i was looking through the skill tree it's kind of you know there looks like there's some fun stuff i'm a chef a chef so i picked chef class because okay. uh, i'm i'm tried very hard there's to make my food in the game turtles. How good does the, the food look in game? Does it look does it look it, Japanese developer good food in game or it looks I mean it, it looks like astronaut good. like space food. Astronaut food. Okay. All right. Fair, fair. But I mean I like lemon laminated I toast. Well I wanna see food looks more like. food. Well they keep saying like uh they're like I think the the def- description for the class I picked is that I can cook other aliens. So I'm like, I want to do that. And I, made the aliens, so. I want I and I made myself look as close to Colonel Sanders as I could. So I've Captain Colonel Sanders Esquire the third as my character. It doesn't look that much like Colonel Sanders. It's more Santa Claus. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. We'll, Colonel we'll, Santa Claus. We'll revisit Starfield next week then when you've got a bit more. Yes, experience I would appreciate it. that. But um, so far I am I I am enjoying it. For what it is. That's fair. That's fair. We'll quickly blast through these last few topics then. So we've got uh, the new POE League. Very briefly, it's great. It's added a mini game. If you like uh, Teamfight Tactics or if you like uh, Dota Auto Chess or Battle Chess, whatever it's called, they've basically added that within the game. Um, You can completely ignore it if you want. If not, it's just really fun. It's another way to acquire loot and stuff. it's going to be better than season two of Diablo Four for sure. It's more than just <laughs> it's more than just adding like a little specific item. It's literally adding an entire mini game. They also made Sanctum Core, which is basically a roguelite. So it's mm-hmm. like another mini game you can go down. You're not allowed to get hit. If you get hit, you you lose like this uh, in-game life thing as opposed to your real life and stuff like that. And you if you manage to get all the way to the end, you get big loot. So lots of cool stuff like that. Um, nice. 
Waylander had a launch. Asterix, kind of. <laughs> so they did early yeah, I didn't access. even hear about it until I read it in the agenda. <laughs> yeah, so... I have to read how Brian put it in the agenda because it's it's just art. Waylander soft launches like a soft penis. Yes, it's uh, it didn't... It's lovely, it poetic. It didn't get any kind of penetration at all, uh, basically. <laughs> so they soft launch oh, no. early access. The Pushing rope. Yeah, but... Um, oh. They're no, supposed no, to be free to play. It's supposed to be a free to play game, but they've released an early access with like deluxe editions and all that bullshit. I can I don't know any much about uh like I, I wasn't interested in the game. However, I had a first hand like with like front seat to this guy is so upset throughout I, the whole I'm time. I'm not surprised. Yeah, because like, well, I mean, has three hundred and forty-six reviews on Steam, and only forty-nine percent are positive. Yeah, it was even worse. I just, it was like the sixth the worst rated game in the, like, the year so far. Yeah, it was nuts. And I remember like he was going on uh, Steam or not Steam, sorry, Twitch, to see that there were some people when they like shut down the servers. There were still some people allowed in the servers, and it was kind of weird. They were doing sponsored like, streams cost- and stuff like that, though. Yeah, so I could see why. It- Still a bit jank. Yeah. But, but yeah, to, to kind explain... Of shitty. It's more shitty on the developer's end. Yeah. When you think about it, it's where it's like you shut down the servers for your own, for the everyone paying. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ryan, you mean Wayfinder? Yeah, Way... Yeah, huh. They I couldn't say? find your way. Oh, sorry, Wayfinder. Um, no. Way... Oh, it's got way more reviews. It's... Wait, I swear it's Waylander. It may be Wayfinder. It's basically the new game from a studio no, who did... Yeah, it's... Um, God, that's it's it. Wayfinder. Is it Wayfinder? Yeah, that came out. Sorry, Wayfinder. Oh, so, yeah. now it's up to mixed Wayfinder. It it was mostly negative for a while. Uh, only forty five percent are positive, though. Yeah, so it's fourteen thousand reviews. I mean, to actually explain what happened because we haven't actually explained that yet. So they did a soft launch. You got to get the right game first, Brian. Yeah, no, I mean to get everyone on the same page so they did a soft launch um which is paid and during the soft launch no one could get in the game for a week they oh. had a ten thousand yeah, player bad. capacity on their servers um, for an mmo light so think like um warframe it's published by the warframe devs but in a studio that they've bought so it's basically <laughs> like fantasy warframe and only 10,000 people could play it. So the queues were like five hours long and sometimes would kick you out before you actually got yeah, to... That, yeah, or you, you get to the end of the queue and it would just be a perpetual loading screen. Yeah. And, and or, or you get in and it would kick really you out after an hour. It really for people who paid for the founders packs. Yeah. It was nuts. The whole thing was such a mess. Yeah, so a lot of people couldn't also play it, unfortunately. Um, so that ended up pissing off a lot of folks because they would literally have to wait a week before they could get on the servers. If you get, if you did get on, you got well, kicked out. Well, from what I understand, Warframe is free, right? Yes. And then, in contrast, this, and in contrast, this this game costs twenty dollars. It will be free though. It's only paid for for early it's, access. Oh, it will. Yeah. Okay. So this is specifically well, for early access. Fair. Well, when I went to check on Steam to look at the reviews, it's yeah. still twenty dollars. So that yeah. so that was my understanding was that it was, um, what the founders pack was one hundred fifty. Jesus Christ! So. Yeah. So you got some people have really <laughs> dumped some money into it only to not be able to play it for a week. Oh, um, they didn't get their loot apparently. That's... Yeah, there's been some issues where the the the, the pre 
order loot didn't get assigned to people mm. and things like that. So, from what we've okay. heard, the it's game kind of is okay. Terrible launch. Yes. Jesus, yeah, it's awful. Which is really surprising. In fact, well, anyway, to my understanding, so yeah, so I, I'm reading six six months or early access. I don't know. I, I'm not following these this game, so obviously, um, I only learned about it when I just saw the rage. <laughs> well, when it comes to the servers, um, it's actually Digital Extremes who are taking the blame for it. So Digital Extremes are the folks who make uh, Warframe, and they're the ones providing the services on the same servers. Right. And they're going, oh, oh. Yeah, it's our bad. Um, we're providing the servers. Don't blame the devs, kind of thing. Um, but people oh. are like, surely well, you knew more than ten thousand people were going to play a game that's coming from like the same umbrella company as Warframe, which is huge. Yeah. So yeah, it was a wee bit that's weird. Just, that's poor judgment on their part. Oh, that then. is messed up. Yeah. So hopefully it yeah, can recover from that. What that Apparently does is right. it screws it, it screws over oh. the developers. My camera just died. You're right there, Brian. Yeah, my camera just died. Bear with me. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Oh no! I was saying it's like that. I I wasn't aware that it was the server providers who who screwed up because that means it makes the developers look bad. Because we like we were just saying like you go on the Steam page and it's forty five percent. The game's getting shit bombed. Yeah. Yeah. So like as me coming in as someone who doesn't play didn't play Warframe and someone tell would tell me like, hey, I've been playing Wayfinder, Waylander, whatever the hell it is. Uh, I would go to if I went to Steam. It's like, dude, it's fucking mixed. What the hell? Mm, yeah. <laughs> and naturally, I don't. Wrong I people mean, are getting the blame all over the place for a bunch of games, huh? Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's it really sucks for the developers. Well, I hope I'm really hope that I really hope they recover from this because it's that's really shitty. So we've got three more things to talk about. Do you have time? Three. Yeah. War so... Thunder. Yeah, so there's War Thunder, PlayStation Portal, and Killer Bean. Uh, Killer, there's no point in talking about Killer Bean. Okay. It's an asset flip. <laughs> it looks sick, though. It actually looks yeah, so but it's... fun. Uh, isn't it, it's based it's, off it's one um, some shorts that were made like years ago as well, right? Yeah, yeah. It does, it does look fun, but... Uh... Everyone look up the Killer Bean after the show. Thunder. Check, check it out. out. It's definitely worth watching that trailer because that is a lot of fun. Um, so yes, there was the War Thunder. They have basically leaked military documents on forums again. Where uh, again, for, for those who don't know, you've got like the War series games, so like War Thunder with planes, War of Tanks, or World of Tanks, whatever, battleships. All these game communities have like discords and forums dedicated to them. And a lot of the people who are in the military play these games and are in a habit of going, you know what? This is incorrect. Look, here's the blueprints to this confidential, like, plane that oh you shouldn't know how to build kind of thing. And they just post them on the forums. So 40% of again. subscribers to War Thunder are other countries led by warlords. Yes. <laughs> going, oh, so this is how we make the bomber kind of oh, thing. Excellent. Yeah. Now I know. Yeah. It's... I know their weak point. Okay. And you know, it's so stupid why it's dropping because they're arguing and going, no, no, this is realistic. Like, no, it's totally not realistic. And, and so, what? Trust me, bro. And they go, boom, classified military documents. Yeah. It's, it's so, <laughs> like, literally. So it's this literally just insane. like no, I'm I'm being serious. I have a big just uh, pop it on the go. table. Someone on the internet is the wrong. Kind of energy. <laughs> Sometimes so they literally bad. get bullied into it. Like they'll literally be like, it's "Oh, so I'm bad. in the military. I know this thing." And then people on the forums are like, "No, you're not. Ooh, no, you don't. You're talking shit." Man. And they get bullied, <laughs> and then they go, "Okay, well, here's the document." <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> here's my proof. It's I've got receipts. Like, 
Oh my god, they're just so easily goaded. Yeah. yeah. yeah to be a big man, you don't know anything. It's like, yeah, let me prove it. Treason. And it's all North <laughs> Koreans going typing on this forum going, oh, oh yeah, really? God, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, just the other other countries just fucking trolling the developer. <laughs> yeah, How so... much do countries spend on military intelligence? <laughs> and there's some fucker paying $19.99 a month and getting everything. Yeah. I just like, I'm just like, I have this visual of Kim Jong-un like, just typing like a Redditor. Like, <laughs> Could you imagine oh, being yeah, like... Really? Yeah, really? <laughs> Could you imagine being at the Pentagon in a war room and you're like, okay, who's our best spy? And then someone looks over at the screen and goes, uh, Dark Diggler 69420 and Discord's our best spy. <laughs> and it's like, he's in the War Thunder forums. He's got so much info. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, it's something crazy. weird like that. I might have just swallowed my lip ring from that joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. Forgive me. Whilst, I just uh, can't stop. This whole thing is so stupid. Whilst Peachy recovers, there is a, a rumor going about that Gears of War 6 is going to go open world, which I think is well, a, a bit weird, though. Like, could you imagine? It's it. oh, I found, found it. it. He's found it. He's found it. He's not, he's not going to choke Tangling on it. Tangling the Peachy has a lip ring. <laughs> have you never noticed it? I got some other rings no. too. <laughs> sorry, I don't know where that came from. No. I'm so sorry. Do not whip out the Prince Albert. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Gears of War 6 rumored to be going open world. Kind of an odd choice. Who knows? They may pull it off, but I don't know. I feel like being in a war zone and constantly ru running into units in a I feel like it's tighter so, space it's, makes it sense. It kind of works better, yeah, in like that more confined, almost claustrophobic space. Yeah, like, are you going to be mounted like or in a vehicle for the majority of the time? Because otherwise, if you're traversing God. loads of open space... Like, it's going to be like what they did with Halo Infinite. Who knows? Like, I, I, it could be ugh, very empty, is like my concern. But yeah. I didn't like that. Rumored to be open world. Uh, and okay. then I think the last thing is... Uh, oh, very quickly, uh, now Phantom Liberty has been finished. 260 devs are moving from Cyberpunk to the new uh, Polaris project at CD Projekt Red, which is the new Witcher game, or the first game in the new trilogy that they're going to do, which everyone thinks is going to be about the School of the Lynx. And... Ooh. So this is the only expansion? Yes, as far as I'm aware. They may still do downloadable yeah, content it... with a smaller team, though, to be fair. Um, well, they I still mean, need to seem to fix the box because that engine is fucking mincemeat. <laughs> well, allegedly a lot of it will be fixed with this new free patch as part of the... I would wonder how, what release. more they could do for DLC uh, with the exception of, like, maybe being able to live out V's experience with Jackie, like, you know, Just, in the prologue. I think Give me can... a start without the Jackie Because there's such a hard endpoint. There's such a hard endpoint with the game. One um, thing I'm really surprised they're not doing it. is multiplayer. A shit can multiplayer ages ago, but like RP, surely RP it, would be crazy on like, that. Insane, yeah. especially when they're doing transmogs and stuff for clothing and stuff now. So kind of weird they're not on that bandwagon. Maybe they just haven't looked at it. In maybe they'll so. maybe they'll consider that's it not where their focus the is. Is it they want? It's a single player game. Yeah, that's true. I I think the game works better as a single player to be honest because it's very it's a lot every more narrative. Game works better as a single player because I, I you played mobas. Player. Teammates suck, dude. Mm -hmm. They do. <laughs> They do. Very, very true. But um, I think I think the game thrives on being single player because it's so narrative driven. Yeah, and that's fair. Uh, last subject then, before we wrap up, is the initially last week this was down as a leak, but then they have now since announced it. So the PlayStation Remote handheld is going to be called PlayStation Portal, not to be confused with the PSP. Rest in peace. 
Um, it is going to be $200. And it turns out you can play it outside of your house on an internet connection, but it's still linked to your PlayStation 5. You can't okay. play on the cloud service they've got there. So they have a streaming game service, and you can't play that on their handheld. Huh? So yeah, so you, you're basically connected you to your PlayStation. can't even watch YouTube on it. Yeah, so you can, oh, you can only play the games on your PlayStation. And if someone wants to use your PlayStation, you can't play at the same time because it's using the PlayStation to stream it to the handheld device. It's got oh, a 3.5mm jack, which is nice. It doesn't have Bluetooth, which is what a lot of people oh, are on yeah! nowadays. So Proprietary fucking wireless shit. Uh, it happens. Yeah, so if you mm. want to use wireless headphones, which is a lot of people nowadays since they're no longer a thing with... Uh, 3.5 millimeter jacks and no longer a thing with phones you have to buy the headset or the earbuds that are in the the picture oh like 200 quid or something ridiculous yeah yeah so you can't who just go who is this for that's just what you know who yes people who don't but have phones the more information that comes out about it it's just i don't even know who the hell this is for yeah, it's I got no Sony fanboy, but like it's for my. the part of Sony that accidentally made and ordered these screens and had nothing to do with them. I'm telling you, that I is know, what I is happening. I believe you. They I, are I'm getting rid of stuff. That. Every it's time just, we see something, I'm like, that's because it's not powerful enough because you designed that like five years ago. It's just, I love it. It's like it gets worse <laughs> every time. We yeah. doesn't have Bluetooth because it was made in 1987 like, and they I, had it on the shelves and like we should shift these, Jerry. Jerry, that's not a very Japanese name, is it, Walt? <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine that is going to be someone who is going to buy this and they're going to love it. I have no doubt that someone who's going to be like, I can play in my bed now without disturbing the missus or some shit like that. But that's a very, very tiny amount of people. So I don't I see this know selling what, what very guy well. We don't have that many of them to I, I want to know what guy gets all giddy over playing in bed without waking the missus. I mean, it's nice to play in bed sometimes. <laughs> like, it is nice to play in bed. There's a time and a place for waking the missus, yes, and then yeah. there's a time and a place for video games. And let, let them sleep, and I can play. Oh, no, wait a minute. Either. I got a Switch, which is infinitely more better than that. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. right. And, that's, and, and, it that, and it doesn't look so goofy. And then, also, my missus will play Mario Kart with me, so. And the new Switch <laughs> is coming out at some point next year anyway, so, yeah. It's hmm. kind of weird. Like, Lenovo, they're doing a handheld, but they're doing, like, a more Steam Deck competitor thing. Yeah, that looks um, cool. So that's, like, a 699 or 699 us um, there seems to be a, a growing market for powerful handheld things i think it started with a lot of those uh chinese seller sites that people were putting mm -hmm. stuff together mm -hmm. and obviously the the bigger companies have picked up and gone there is a market for this yeah how, but, how can we force people into our walled garden though so they only spend money with us yeah and, and that's the thing i think steam are gonna have a death grip on this because of the way they've gone about it like you can do basically anything on the steam deck you can mod it to, so it actually just <laughs> runs windows or whatever the rog one runs windows natively which is going to be easier for the layman but you can repair you can replace parts in the steam deck you don't have to go oh it's fucked i have to buy a new one or pay and and steam are like don't do this, but here's all the technical documentation yeah. if you want to do it, but here, don't do here, it. Here is but your right here's... to repair if you want to do it, kind of thing, but you void your warranty, which makes sense. So, just, just leak the blueprints. Yeah, they, they leaked their own <laughs> blueprints and actually made a guide on how to read them. Like they, 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 but don't do it. Yeah, they worked with iFixit, basically. So, yeah. 
<laughs> so if you're interested in that, more power to you. But I think you're insane if you're going to throw two hundred dollars on it. Actually, personal question: If you are interested in this, please consult me and explain why. Because I really want to know. <laughs> tweet at Plop Fictionally on a, <laughs> Twitter, do. explaining please why. Please tweet at me and explain why you want this thing. Because I'm so I'm so eager to learn. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything else we wanted to cover before we tie up? No. Rug Club was delayed again, but yes, oh, that's yeah. to be expected. I think they're just putting more into it because the game before needed a bit more put into it. The Terminator one, it's great, but it needed more put into it. Uh, and I, the ever the optimist, which is strange to say, I think the company is putting a bit more into Robocop because they were laughed so. at when they, a little when bit. I hope so. They were yes. laughed at and they're like, okay, all right, okay. Knuckle down. And that's what they proved with their last um are they the ones that made the Terminator. Rambo game? Terminator game. Yeah, did they make Rambo the Rambo game? game before that? I don't know. All I know is they, they did the Terminator. I know, one. but the Terminator game is actually worth a buy. It's fucking cheap and it's really good. And yeah, it yeah. cares about the source material, which is why you want to have a Robocop game. There's also... new people I'm playing the Robocop game. Who's playing the Robocop game? Us who watch Robocop, right? Yeah. Us and... who got absolutely scarred by the guy getting torn apart by Ed 209. And to be fair, those people kind of are like a lot of the bad comments are usually people who aren't Robocop fans from what I've seen. Whereas the Robocop fans are like, no, this this feels like OG Robocop kind of thing. So they, they seem to be more happy with what's what going they out did anyway. with Terminator. Yeah, it was great. I forgot to mention with uh, the PlayStation, there, there was a leak um, that they're looking at making a new PlayStation 5, a modular one. <laughs> so you can actually take the disk drive on or off. So you can buy it digital only first. And then if you want a disk drive, you can get that later. Which I actually think is kind of cool. I, I kind of wish they did that from the beginning, because that's what hey, I would have probably done. Hey, Brian. What? Buy a fucking PC. I already have a PC. What's there's, the point in consoles anymore? There's plenty of What's point for point? consoles. They, they, most there's people no use consoles anymore. as a media station in their living room, as opposed to a computer. Oh, yeah, I definitely don't have a media station here set up. I, I, definitely, I don't have any of that. Oh, no. Like... Consoles are supposed to be plug and play, and they make them more and more complex and harder to code on and split into different parts. And you need to upgrade through the cycle of the same console so you can play the games a bit better. Like, what is the point in consoles anymore? They are significantly cheaper than PCs, especially the current generation. I would also argue yeah. it's actually quite I, consumer friendly that. to be able to buy one product. So, like the PlayStation Digital only because you want to get involved at the front gate with all your friends, play games with them all at the same time, but that's all you can afford. And then when you go, okay, I, I want to be able to play discs because I'm more invested in this platform, then I can just attach mm -hmm. the disc drive to it without having to buy a new PlayStation 5 kind of thing. Just get a PC. Yeah, but again... Like, all all not... those people with just a PC, with, without a PC, have got a laptop. I mean, to be you fair... You put those prices together, you've got a to be beast fair, of a PC. I, I think the... It's a lot... It's... You know, it's just a lot more accessible for most people. Yeah, it is. No, I think it's getting less and, and I, less I do like you having the... What? I think it's getting less accessible. Like, compared to the older console. I mean, I have my I have a, my PS5 or one of one of my... One in the uh, the bedroom. So, yeah, it's a, it is used as a media... As a media console or media center. Yeah. But it's also kind of nice because instead of, like bringing a little handheld so i don't disturb the missus i could just play from the console in my bedroom yeah <laughs> to be like to be fair and i say this as someone who has to deal with non-tech people and as someone who works with people who are usually quite technically knowledgeable 
there is a significant mm. difference between how you perceive a computer and how easy it is for you <laughs> to your average dad. Like some, you, you think most people have a laptop. Most people actually have a Chromebook and are not that familiar with Windows. You'd be surprised. Chromebooks that, are like 800 quid. Yeah, well, yeah. no, they're usually like 200 quid. Chromebooks are like cheap as hell. People get Chromebooks because they can't afford laptops usually. Um, but yeah, like the, your, your dad gamers are going to find a PlayStation 5 significantly simpler to navigate. You don't have to worry about specs. It comes I mean, with, it's also, it's, dad gamer. To be also so like, kind of like... Average person. My, like, like the people it's also who good play for like COD. kids too. Yeah. Like consoles are better for kids. Because you, I mean, because I, I, my brother... My older brother just bought one for his uh P- for his, <laughs> his PS5. He bought a PS5 for his ten year old son, and re- realistically, he doesn't want him PC gaming, which makes yeah. sense. And I, I can understand so why as well, yeah. Because why doesn't like he want your... him PC gaming though? Because he's ten, right? Because you can do a lot more damage. You could with do a lot PC more with the PC. Than you can with the PC. He could go around like he could. Not... Kids are smart these days. They they yeah. can figure out how to navigate the internet and everything. Uh-huh. So it's better. It's a lot easier to monitor parental controls, yeah. which you need to put on a console anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like tick box, whereas there's a lot more. Complexity uh, I know it's to it. just PC master race, but the point where consoles, where is the point where consoles stop becoming easy to use because you need to update them, you that's, need to upgrade them, you need to get different parts for them. That's just the only argument I would I would give is that, you know, in a case like that where there's a young child where they might I think consoles like, are getting further and further away from, well, maybe Nintendo. I mean, the, the console cycle is generally about 10 years. Like, yes, a new one may come out, but you're still playing, like, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One games. Games ain't running on the S or the X. I don't know which order that goes in because that name yeah, convention but they're, they're, sense. they're specifically next-gen games. And that's because then the the S is not powerful enough, which is why Baldur's Gate three got the deal where they cannot, they can actually have it on the S now because they're going to take out the split screen. But yeah, like speaking as someone who deals with these people every day, the average like dad gamers, the people who don't watch Twitch and just basically get games and want to plug and play kind of thing, consoles are significant significantly more accessible to them. I can promise yeah. you. Yeah, I don't think this at this point. I don't think this significantly more accessible i can guarantee it i i literally had someone ask me uh, i told the story before like what is click some people have no idea how to use a pc they genuinely don't i say some many people like i have to speak to them hundreds of times a day like it's 2023 i think that's a, a shrinking minority nope you would think that millennials grew up on computers the latest generations grew up on phones they have no fucking idea how computers work you'd be surprised how like I'm trying to think of the right word, but like not illiterate, but like just incapable of using PCs, like younger like Zoomers and stuff. Not incompetent. They're just, they're not familiar with it. Like we were, because we grew up around computers. Boomers suck at computers. Millennials, awesome at computers because we grew up and were raised with them. Anyone Zoomers young? are running the digital, like... From their phones. Right. From no, their phones. I'm going to have to disagree. I think consoles are getting a less and less, as time progresses, less and less accessible. And I don't think it's that big a leap to go to a PC yeah, at this point. I mean, new boomers, noomers. <laughs> nice. Good show. Yeah. That's fair play. Um, was there anything else, Paul? No, I'm good. Fair play. Let's do shout outs then. Do it. Oh, me? Yes. It's always <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, me? What's up? Hi, I'm Paul Fiction. I'm a former Instagram model turned variety streamer. I've been gone for the past month, but I am back to streaming since yesterday. And I will be on later this evening 
streaming some Starfield. You can find all me, me on all my socials at Pulp Fiction, except for Twitter now X at Plot Fictionally. Peachy. I'm Peachy Pixelate. You can find me on Peachy Pixelate. I'm actually on Instagram now. It's Peachy Pixelate Twitch because some idiot took my name. Yes, it's me. I can't get into the account. Shut up. I'm on threads. Peachy Pixelate Twitch. Um, also, you should probably follow my YouTube now because something might be coming. And that's the first time I've said that. So, announcement. Is it you? Is it you who's coming? Well, it's my channel, so yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just thought it was the way you were sat. <laughs> Brian. Hello, everyone. Thank you to my co-hosts, <laughs> as always, for being on the show with me. And uh, thank you at home for watching. My name is Brian the Pirate. I can be found on pretty much every platform as Brian the Pirate, be it YouTube, TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Threads, which has a website now. Thank fuck for that. So do follow me Yay! on Threads if you want to hang out. Um, but you can still only make an account through the app. So people oh, really? in Europe get uh, fucked, apparently. Uh, that's annoying as fuck. But yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us. We've had a great show. We'll be back next week. So, because this is like the replacement for last week's episode. So we'll be back next week. Yes. With more gaming news, anime titties, and all sorts. Maybe we'll talk about the One Piece series if any of you end up watching it. Oh, dude. I, I, might I watch can it. make it past five minutes. I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm I not could make it past anime. the advert for the controller for the Xbox. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, yeah, that looked awful. Yes, thank you for, for joining us. Farewell. We'll remember Peace. you. Bye.